the clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the day before my birthday and flag day where you're supposed to hump a flag. <laughs> And uh, it's also a certain uh, 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 fat c uh, cult leader's birthday today. Um, no names need to be mentioned. Uh, but we're, it, it's going to get mentioned later in the show anyway. But of course, welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the bubble. Welcome. Hola, ¿qué tal? And I'm sorry if you're laughing, but that was hysterical. Oh, my God. Um, it, it is also John McCain Day. It is John McCain Day. Happy John McCain Day, Donald Trump. There's no day <laughs> named after you, you shithead. Uh, even though, shart. Even though he thinks uh, <laughs> you're fat shart. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Joe Santorza is off uh, tonight, but he'll be rejoining me. Uh, well, rain is off on next Tuesday, but of course, uh, uh, in in uh, Joe's stead for all three hours, well, we get to play his jingle a little bit early. Not really a jingle, but two clips. Hello, Bob. There you go. So short and sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the important short thing. Short and sticky. So, uh, <laughs> whoa. That, 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 was that was that was that Trump after his meeting with uh, Stormy Daniels? Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm. Sorry. Hey, oh. We're, we're, we're three minutes in and already into the ditch. Yeah. So thank God nobody said Bob penis. Don't say penis in this house. Get out of my house. Oops, I broke my own rule. Well, it is almost my birthday, so I should treat myself. Uh, treat yourself. Treat, treat myself to some penis. Don't say penis in this house. Get out of my house. But it's, my, it's also my house. So um, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, welcome to the program. Uh, what a week. Uh, you know, and I, I got to say, I want to say, you know, I think Trump really treated himself for his birthday this year, getting his uh, neck gina waxed. He, he got a nice Brazilian, oh. nice, nice smooth um, cleft. Oh. <laughs> okay. You, you sure you meant cleft, or did you mean clit? Uh, well, I'm sure hiding in his neck the, gina. The hood, the hood I, was I, closed. I, I'm uh, I'm sure it, it doesn't uh, smell as good as a uh, fresh Brazilian, but uh, oh my god! So Jesus. god damn it! Uh, yeah, so Rain Rain shared uh, a tweet from earlier 
uh, and let me let me share this for everybody. And apparently, uh, 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 let me R Joseph seven 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 on Twitter is asking for captions for this picture of Trump. So I think everybody should go go take a look. I'll, I'll try and save the image and put it in there too. But my uh, my my um, uh, caption for it was Trump showing off his new Brazilian. Um, so. There you go. It is the what a picture, man. Oh my god. This man either needs a collar that fits on his shirt or I don't know. I talked to Bob and Rain off air before we got on the show that maybe he could get a binder clip and pull the skin on his neck back and uh clamp it into place, but yeah, this is this is quite a stunning quite a stunning uh image, folks. He needs to wear his shirts the way most men his age wear their pants, like pulled way up, you know, with elastic waist and, you know, belted in place so that his just his chin is just barely peeking over the top. You know, I'm just going to give uh, I'm going to I'm going to give this free advice right now. I I want I want Trump to bring turtlenecks back into style for for uh, his people. I'm sure Mitch McConnell would be happy with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's mandatory in the Turtle Club. Uh, you know. Uh, be ready to hump Trump's neck. Be like, oh, that's so hey, hey. Am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? <laughs> I don't know if I have the turtle. Uh, I like turtles. The turtle sex or not? Do I have the turtles? Uh, I, yeah, I have that, you know. I like turtles. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh but yeah just uh just yeah yeah uh, living on long island a picture of perfect health yes have you seen how greasy he's looked lately he doesn't look well oh my god it's like i went to i went to high school with uh this girl who notoriously wore way too much makeup like a toxic amount of makeup that you know in and she didn't use powder, I don't think, because oh. her face was always... She just used, like, tons of cover-up, and she was always really shiny. And that's what he reminds me of. So, oh yeah. Maybe, maybe he, maybe oh, he switched bronzers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> bronzers? You, I think you mean oranges. Yeah. More orangery. He got, yeah. he got his, his latest bronzer from the XN Valdez. Oh my god! Well, we did notice that he had um, his tan had gone away a couple months ago. We we commented, spray tan. Oh, it's back! And now it's back. It's super shiny. In in the in the bluish white under his eyes is like more prominent than ever. Does is that a process? Do people get their like eye bags bleached? I think he puts on like swimming goggles and they just spray it on. Hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't explain why his eyes look so bluish, whitish under. It's well, weird. That, then he he doesn't get in any of the the spray tan on his eyes because he's wearing goggles. But, but it's un- he's that unhealthy looking. Yeah, yeah so I, I, mean, probably, I mean, you've seen the picture where somebody went and, and essentially touched it up with Photoshop oh, yeah. so that his whole face was the the same shade as his eye bags. Oh God! Oh yeah. <laughs> that that that, that is quite picture. a thing. It's a hell of a picture. Um, so, uh, but he is not right in the head, and he, it, it, nothing is right about him. He is the most abnormal man. 
Healthiest president ever. Healthiest not just president, president and I shouldn't even say man. He is really abnormal. He's incredibly abnormal. If yeah. he were not in the position where he is, or if he didn't have the money that he has mm-hmm. or has not, sure. that's a dude that would be in a home. Yeah. I, uh, well, well, in, in I'm not kidding. No, really I, not I, kidding. I know you're not. I know you're not. And and this is. This audio I'm about to play is breathtaking. Oh, breathtaking. I, I and, and you know what's really curious to me is when I was looking this audio up, it's it's of course the ABC interview with George Stephanop- Stephanopoulos. Um and Yes, not a lot, I guess. Um uh and uh and Trump sat down with it. I mean, it was like an unorthodox amount of time that they spent together. Interestingly enough, it's a year to the date that Stephanopoulos sat down with him last year because I accidentally got a clip of them talking about North Korea from last year, and I just looked at the day the, the month and the day and it said June twelfth. And then I was like, oh shit, that's twenty eighteen. But of course, it's just all about the North Korea love fest, you know. Um, so, so that that struck me as odd. I mean, is there some kind of ceremony that Trump and Stephanopoulos attend at the same time every year, and they're just like, we might as well just knock out an interview? Is there some kind of like Luciferian Illuminatus uh, ritual that Alex Jones is covering for? So there are actually, I saw something today, mm-hmm. and I didn't go into detail, but there are some people who. Some say, um, or they're really questioning the fact that um, Stephanopoulos and and Trump keep having these interviews at strange times. I'll find it. We won't bring it up tonight. I'll put it in our okay um, show chat. Yeah, but I don't think that you're off base asking that question. It just struck me as odd, but I, I'm I'm fairly certain it's the uh, Bohemian Grove or Luciferian Illuminatus that's bringing them together at these times oh, of the year. Okay, that could just, be that could know, be it. It's true. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going with I'm just towing the Infowars line now, but much more casually and you know without without all the rage. You know, it's skull and bones. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so l- let's get to the first part, and uh, it, this is all kind of out of order. But I want to play the, the bombshell one last because we've got some responses to that. But this is him. Uh, this is part of it. They're sitting outside, and they're talking. And Trump decides to start freaking out when Stephanopoulos brings up the thousand prosecutors that are, are saying if he was anybody else, he'd be in prison. You know, for obstruction. And uh, it, it's it's pretty comical because Trump, man, innocent people don't sound like this. Innocent people, uh, I mean, this is bonkers. We haven't talked about Robert Mueller's evidence on obstruction of justice. Uh, the attorney general said you didn't commit obstruction of justice. Robert Mueller said he's not reaching decision to could not exonerate you. And he laid out all that evidence. More than a thousand formal federal prosecutors. Oh, that's for their old politician. Hey, George, look, I know more about prosecutors than you'll ever know. They're, They're politicians. Oh, I could get you 5,000 that would also say that there's nothing. Uh, you know, I, I saw the names and these are all, many of them are Trump haters. Many of them. No. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it right there. Uh, you know, okay, maybe a handful of them are Trump haters. Probably not. I think they're mostly interested in the law. 
um, and the proper application of the law. I know more about prosecutors than you'll ever know. Yeah, what the hell was that? And he also he, said they, they're all politicians. Yeah, they're, they're not, not all politicians. No. Well, oh, because Kamala Harris was one of them. Oh, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I, I just, I, you know, I'm so fucking sick of that. I know more about this than you'll ever know. That is such a condescending prick answer. So you're saying that you you know more basically than anybody then because Stephanopoulos you know uh, probably yeah he he always does so that means all you Trump you know stump dumb cultists out there he knows more about everything than you'll ever know because I'm fairly certain George Stephanopoulos is a pretty well educated guy uh, uh, on a lot of legal matters so yeah you know uh, I'm not trying to say he's some kind of fucking genius. I don't like George Stephanopoulos. Um, but, you know, I- I'm glad he did this interview. Yeah, but he literally said that all of those prosecutors and lawyers, over a thousand of them, he said they're all politicians. They're not. They said and that he knows fucked. more than they'll ever know. And he actually went on to say, I could give you a list of 5,000 people who would disagree with them. Yeah, that would that would it's, be like part of his I don't know his mailing list his base. Sure, it's just it's just as usual, you know, over exaggeration of, yes. of, of nothing. You know that he mm-hmm. none of that is is a hundred percent false. Yeah. I know it. You know it. The American people know it, and Stephanopoulos knows it. Yeah. So it, well, here's here's the rest of the clip. Get the name. Many Republicans. I could get too. you thousands. You know how many prosecutors there have been over the view. Add them all up. We could get you thousands of prosecutors. Do you know I've how been many treated so unfairly because I never did anything. There was no crime. The crime yeah, was committed was. by the Democrats. It was committed by your friend Hillary Clinton. The crime was committed by them. The crime was committed by Comey and all of these people. Now we're going to find out. Because I guess there's an investigation. I stay away from it, but I guess there's an investigation oh. going on. George, I could get you thousands of prosecutors that say this is the most unfair. You take a man like Alan Dershowitz, who's a very ah, brilliant ah, guy. Ah, he ah, thinks this is ah. Alan Dershowitz, who said he'd vote for Biden over you. <laughs> he just came out and said that. Oh, poor fucking dummy. But Dershowitz. Yeah, uh, the Dersh is tired of Donnie's He really does spew diarrhea oh yeah shark shark he's a he's um i i could get you this i could get you know what kenny if you want i could get hillary clinton as a guest on turn up the night no i could i could call her up right now sure and um after i get hillary clinton if you want i promise you i can get i can get joe biden and um after that i tell you what kenny i could get uh, every single member that is running for the uh, nomination of the Democratic Party, um, all of them. I could get them right now on the phone. Well, I'd like Trump to go ahead and get thousands of prosecutors to sign something of the contrary. <laughs> go for it, dummy. And we'll start start looking at their credentials. Uh, I'm a little but, embarrassed that I lied so easily. I didn't uh, need any of that. I, I was everybody. impressed. I was impressed. Uh, good job. Amen. So, you make a great Republican. Amen. Uh, oh so. God! No. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll buzz myself. Uh, continuing. Well, you know, actually, there's a vacancy. There's a job vacancy for a good liar that just opened up uh, at the end of this month. Um, 
Oh, Huckabee. no, 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 nope, nope. <laughs> no nope. Pr- White uh, House press secretary job for you. Um, nope. you, nope. you, you want your soul intact. That's good. Yes, All right. I do. Here's that the, was, I was acting. I was here, acting. I know. I know. Acting. Uh, here's the, um, <laughs> the last of that. Clip. The worst things ever to happen to our country because I've been very unfairly treated. Even no. a question like that's unfair. The, the question but is, they're taking, really? they're oh taking my people God. and you're taking people and you're, I could get you thousands Mr. of President, prosecutors there's nothing unfair to about say the question. whatever I want them one of to the, say. One of those prosecutors today, Kamala Harris, running for oh, president, said she's running for president. She's doing horribly. She's way down in the polls. She says she would have I must no say choice Pocahontas is really cleaner uh, uh, <gasps> cleaner clock. And I heard she made that statement. And you know what? Who wouldn't? Probably if I were running in her position, I'd make the same statement. There was no crime. There was no Russia collusion. There was no Russia, I'll put it in your language, conspiracy, which is even better than collusion. You know, the word collusion is a softer word than conspiracy. Oh. No. Oh. Poor. Good God. Man. That is a horrible fucking audio clip. That's from a sound <laughs> that's from a it's from a sound effects CD that I have. That sounds like a baby that is under duress. I'm, I'm not. No, you know that. what that sounds like, Ken? That hmm. sounds like a little lamb that's being killed for veal. Ooh, wow. <laughs> well, actually, it's a, ca- a calf is killed for veal. Oh, that's <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You're, you're right, Bob. Hello, Curtis, my old friend. <laughs> Either way. Either way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, in, 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 little calf. he's still doing the Pocahontas thing. You know, and, uh, you know, and of course, oh my God, the funniest one, the funniest clip about this was, um, let me see. I don't know. Yeah. The, okay. This one, it's all across the board. There's so much shit in this clip. So many shirts. Uh, but this one blew my mind because the, the, Subject of polling comes up in this one, but there's other stuff here too. There's uh, um, there's stuff about Don Jr. going to jail and shit like that. Uh, but I, I think it all, I think it, it breaks if I recall correctly, because uh, this this stuff was so confusing because you can't get Trump audio and categorize it outside of just taking the really stupid little clips, like you know. Like this one that I got? If I don't listen, you're not going to know. Yeah. If I don't listen, you're not going to know. Uh, we'll get to that later. But yeah, listen listen to this one. Because the, the polling thing comes up about Biden. Biden beating Trump in the polls. And a really great news story came out today, which is hysterical. We had two packed days of extraordinary access. It started Tuesday. The president was heading to Iowa. And he invited us on Air Force One. And that famed presidential limo called the Beast. This is some piece of machinery. Oh, this is amazing. And while the president landed in one part of Iowa, Democratic frontrunner Joe Biden in another. Donald Trump is trying to take away your protections for pre-existing conditions. I asked the president about those reports that he's trailing Biden in the polls. Well, I don't believe in those polls. There's no way he beats me in Texas. But even your own polls show you're behind right now, don't they? No. My polls show that I'm winning everywhere. I don't know. We've, we've all seen these reports. That what? 15 out of 17 states, you spent $2 million on a poll and you're behind. In 15 out of 17 states. Nobody showed you those polls because those polls don't exist yet. 
Those polls don't exist. What? You mean I'm losing in 15 out of 17 states? What? Those polls don't exist. I just was given a meeting with my pollster, who I frankly don't even believe in pollsters, if you want to know the truth. You just run a campaign, and whatever it is, it is. But I just had a meeting with somebody that's a pollster, and I'm winning everywhere. But the president wanted to know more, so a few seconds later, he has to go off the record to call his campaign manager. All right. So that's where he calls his campaign manager, and we'll uh, we'll pick up there in a second. ABC News, this is the story from today. ABC News obtains Trump campaign's internal polling, showing him losing to Biden in key states. Mm-hmm. This is from Media See, that would be That would be two sources. Yes. Well, his, I, I think the, the main source is ABC News. I think they got it. ABC News obtained. Well, yeah, but New York Times. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair but enough. anyway, the and again to to clarify, Trump's internal polling showing him losing. So yep. what? So Stephanopoulos knew something about that already, and uh, to it says uh, earlier this week the New York Times reported on internal Trump uh, camp polling showing President uh, I'm sorry showing Trump trailing Joe Biden in several states and of course Trump slammed the reporting and called it uh, fake numbers I'm not going to read the tweets because uh, they're irritating of course Stephanopoulos <laughs> asked Trump about it and he said my polls show that I'm winning everywhere those polls don't exist yeah well he which we just heard poll. He's he's, <laughs> he's essentially putting his fingers in his ears and going la 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 la. I can't yeah. hear you. I yeah, can't he really hear the polls. I can't hear the polls. La 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 la. And then it says, I this mean, yeah, that's the New York Times article, right? When, yeah. When that was reported, he, he uh-huh. told everybody just deny it and tell everybody that's not true. And now, uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, this afternoon, ABC News reported on the Trump camp's first internal re-election polling data confirmed by the campaign and said they do, in fact, show Trump trailing Biden in key states like Pennsylvania, 55 to 39, and Wisconsin, 51 to 41. So, and, and go. Seven points in Texas, uh, or in Florida. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. <laughs> yes, womp womp. Corey Lewandowski. Uh yeah. Do I have the do I have the womp? Uh yeah, I do. But here's I the do. thing. Here's well, the thing. This is where I do agree with I do agree with um a lot of people who said don't get happy. Oh no, absolutely. Don't get happy. Don't get happy. After what after what we saw last time around, no 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 no. We gotta watch yeah. our asses. Um so so anyway, um, it, it, here's the rest of that clip. Um, it, 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 it moves on. It, it's kind of more set up for the big clip. And I want to ask him that question, okay? And those polls still on his mind the next morning when we meet. He'd already tweeted about it. On Good Morning America today, they had that phony polling information. I explained to you last night that it was phony, but you didn't do anything about it. You should have... But it was oh my God. the evening, and perhaps you didn't get a chance. I, 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 I didn't see the piece this morning. I listened to. Oh my God! I studied those polls. I've heard the explanations for it. Right. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. But why does it bother you so much? Uh, because I'm a untrue. child. 
because I'm a child. You know, I'm actually a very honest guy. As we talked in the Oval no. Office, the oh my God, I almost spit out my water. The Senate Intelligence Committee for more testimony. Your son Don Jr. is up before the Senate Intelligence Committee today, and again, he was not charged with anything. In retrospect, though, by the way, not only wasn't he charged, if you read it, with all of the horrible fake news. I mean, I was reading read that my son was going to go to jail. This is a good young man that he was going to go to jail. Yeah, it would have been awesome. Hold on. I don't know. If you read it, read what? Read what? Yeah, yeah. Honest to God, my son was going to go to jail? Yeah, I love it. He hasn't read anything. No. And why does he think that his son was going to go to jail? Because I think, in my opinion, he knew that if it wasn't for the fact that Bob Barr decided to cut this whole entire thing short, which, again, my opinion... His son would have been going to jail, and his son still could go to jail. But when he says, when you read it, what is he talking about? Because Uh, the Mueller investigation did not exonerate Don Jr. No, it absolutely did not. I mean, what is he? I mean, really, what is he talking about? If I could tell you that, I could probably tell you why people voted for him. Ugh. You know, Bob and uh, my Bob. I, I I usually turn to Bob in the house and ask him, "Help me! Did I just make sense?" Help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good. Okay. You know why? Because Bob read it. Well, yeah. You know that helps. I, but that's just stupid. This is the thing. This is a really interesting interview. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of a lot of news came out of it, you know, like yeah, I'd probably take foreign. Well, that's you know, the next. That's shenanigans. The next but, but the fact that he says things like, if you read it, I, I am I am one of the very many. I, I'm more than willing to go against, you know, call out the the press, being like, why didn't you follow up? Yeah. But I had to listen to that. This is the second time I heard that, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Didn't even think to question it the first time when he said, well, if you read it, my son was ready to go to jail. What does that mean? Imagine being a reporter sitting there one-on-one. Yeah, it's it's, it's mind-numbing. So anyway, um, we're up against the break. So we're going to get to the big big clip, uh, Rain Tease there. Um, And, uh, of course, the one that everybody's talking about. And uh, and I've got some great follow-up to that from Fox News, everybody. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's something. Oh, and oh, and a special treat for everybody tonight: some Mark Levin. <laughs> oh man, still getting over oh, this congestion. Isn't that special. Uh, oh my god. Ow. ow. Trying to use the phone. Oh. Uh, uh, I'll get his jingle queued up and everything and get that 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 phone clip as well. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, go to the break. Uh, just so you know, uh, in hour three, we've got uh, the Mike Check Radio crew joining us for uh, the last hour for some announcements. I, I actually have a special announcement of something that I'm planning for a, a, sh- a show we're going to have. The dogs are excited. A, show we're, a 40th anniversary show for something that is all all tease. Uh, in August of this year. I'm very excited about this. We're going to do a, a special on Turnout tonight. Um, and I'll tell you all about it in hour three. So you got to stick around for that. 
and it's going to be fun and i think a lot of our listeners might want to participate um it doesn't have anything really to do with our show it's something that i like that's turning 40 that's all um and uh but anyway let's go ahead and run to the break oh yeah green news report is off this week too uh, uh or, or at least yesterday they were um and uh i don't know why but we will just have extra bobber music or something tonight right so uh let's go ahead and uh in celebration of bobber being on early with us we'll play uh his newest song the list so everybody hang tight we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night with me rain and bobber right after this turn up the night with kenny pick so new and different it won first prize at the international inventors exposition kennypick.com Because 
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss. Heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it. It's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I'm worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and uh, I got a couple announcements uh, to make. Uh, not really announcements, but um, a couple things i'd like to talk about before we resume and of course welcome back to bobber who is sitting in for all three hours der braumeister welcome back to you sir howdy howdy howdy. and of course uh your lovely wife and my sister from another mr rain actually no you've been adopted so you're uh rain picklesimer from uh the beltway bureau is here with us (laughs) folks um and our dad's in the chat room yeah hello my brother Pickle and, timer. So much better than cock. Uh, <laughs> it depends who you're asking. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I actually but, pronounce my name Koch, but yeah, people do pronounce it cock. Like Ed Koch. Coke. Coke. Yes. Koch. Um, yeah, and uh, and of course, okay. So a couple quick things. June is a really cool and crazy month um, right now because, you know, it's a lot of birthdays, including mine and Susan's. Susan's was on the 3rd. And uh, we've been doing a lot of fun things on all the different weekends of this month. And, of course, last weekend, I met, talked about this extensively on Saturday on Mike Check Radio, uh, but I talked all about going to cousin curtis's compound uh for his son's uh leo's graduation party i had a great time uh we were 
other than the fact that I was at the height of my my um, uh, allergy uh, attack or sinus problem, and um, I think being outside in around trees and stuff was exasperating it. So I apologize, Curtis. Kurt's out there uh, in the chat, but I want to say thank you so much for your hospitality. I had a great time. If I seemed a little miserable it wasn't because of the party it was because of my body <laughs> uh in uh, in so much that it, even uh susan's birth mom was there susan uh, uh other susan susan senior <laughs> not really susan senior but long story um but she was there and she was like i thought you were mad at me and i'm like no no i'm just i'm i'm just trying not to cough every second and sneeze every second you know trying to fight it and be you know uh but i had a lot of fun they had a lot of great food uh i got to hang out uh kurt uh curtis has the most awesome like uh converted wood shop uh, on his garage i mean he has like the biggest garage i think i've i've ever been in it has like three different sections in the mid section of it, it you, and it was funny because he was saying when the the when he was looking to buy the house, uh, there was like an older guy that was talking to him. He was like, yeah, you can turn this into your wood shop. And he's like, I have other plans. <laughs> and it is like the most epic man cave. <laughs> um, but uh, Or just human cave. Because, you know, I mean, I, I believe all are welcome there. Um, and and uh, he's got a little drum riser set up there and everything for his band. And uh, uh, just... Oh my God! I got to take him some Kiss stuff to hang on the walls because he has so much Kiss stuff. I have some old, like poster books and stuff like that. I'm gonna take him some, uh, uh, some Kiss stuff. I, I think I might have some no makeup Kiss posters, and I didn't see any in there, so I might have to to take him those. But anyway, I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Kurt and his family are, are uh, Curtis and his family are. Uh, great people so and i met a lot of his extended family and friends that were very very nice so uh again great time but i'm so sorry my stupid uh sinuses uh cut it short um but yeah so anywho uh also tomorrow for my birthday i'm going to columbus for and if anybody knows anything about me and i've talked about it on the show is i'm total nerd and i collect mego action figures um, the, the original licensed action figure toy from the seventies, uh, they, they did everything from the superhero stuff, Star Trek stuff, Starsky and Hutch chips, you know, everything that, you know, and, and your share doll rain, they did your share doll. And, um, you remember? Oh yeah, Mego. Yes, uh, yes. And they they went out of business, and uh, because uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this little movie called Star Wars, but they turned down the licensing rights for it. Solo shot first. <laughs> oh. And oh, no. so so and there's actually an interesting if you uh, go on to uh, Netflix and watch the toys that made us. That it's a really fascinating documentary series. Um. If you watch the Star Wars episode, Marty Abrams, the president of Mego, is on there explaining what happened when he turned down the Star Wars license. Um, and he's also featured heavily in the Star Trek toy um, episode as well. But, yeah, so Mego meet Marty Abrams, the founder, or not founder, his father was the founder, but he was essentially the guy who started getting licensed characters and, and making the figures in the 70s. That line of figures came back. 
I'm collecting the old ones and the new ones and making custom ones and stuff like that. That's like my extracurricular activity outside of work and the show. And so Migo Meet is happening in Columbus tomorrow. We're just doing a quick road trip down there. Uh, I'm going to blow a bunch of money and we're going to come home. And then we're going to hang out with our friend Pam and her husband Evan. Uh, Pam's birthday, I believe, is on th- is today or Sunday. I know hers is, is a day before or a day after mine. So, But she got in touch with, with us and was like, yeah, we haven't celebrated our birthdays together in a long time. Let's do it. So we're like, okay. So when we get back from Columbus, we're going to uh, show them our new garage, our new party hangout in the garage. And, um, and then after that, I'm going to start packing up my karaoke stuff for our road trip next week, uh, which will be arriving in College Park. Should I? No, we're, we're going to be staying at, we're going to be staying in Maryland. Um, and, uh, okay. we're going to go, Billy, we're going to go. Yeah. Cat bag out. Um, and we're going to go to Washington, D.C. to see Rain and Bob <laughs> for their party. So, Woo! yeah. Uh, but yeah, party so, day, party and, and we're, we're already talking about, um, you know, maybe getting some crabs on the first night. Um, yeah, I, I actually have, I got can I introduce some personal mm-hmm. stuff into the part, you know, our show? I talked to my sister. My one sister is not going to show up till 11 or 12. So I kind of said there's a really good chance that we'll still be awake. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I usually turn in so early. I know. <laughs> That's why I said that. Yeah, and I've been I've been sleeping, like, extra long, like, through this week and plan to do it next week just because <laughs> I want to get this, this, uh, this, infe- this sinus infection kicked, you know? So, um... So I can have a little bit more fun, you know, this weekend and next. But yeah, so so we'll be there for you know Friday and Saturday and hit the road on on Sunday, head back because uh, we just have somebody checking on the cats for a day and oh, it's still gonna mess up their schedule and they're gonna be surly when we get back, brother. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I already asked Tim if it was okay if we went. It, if it was okay if we went, and he said. Uh, <laughs> Then I asked doctor, and doctor said, "No, no, 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 no." Then July's rose just ignored me and walked away. Um, huh. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's what's going on. So of course there will be no show uh, next Friday, uh, but I'll probably cue something up, uh, something fun up for everybody. I'll try and I don't have a, a guarantee that I can put together a best of. I might do a rerun of that the game night special I did. Or maybe, actually, maybe I'll rerun our last game night special. Because we did one of those uh, a couple months ago where we just did games yeah, all night. Yeah, that sounds like fun. So, um, so, yeah, so please go hang out. You know, maybe I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bug uh, uh, Bob or Rain to you. Or uh, well, actually, we'll probably be taking our laptop too. So maybe I'll just pop in in the chat room and, and say hi and uh, send a couple pictures. Um, and, you know show you what's going on um but yeah so uh really looking forward to uh to all this and then i think then i don't know i don't think we have anything in the last weekend of of this month i don't know but yeah so that's that's what's going on but anyway um and of course once again um oh and i want to say congratulations to john stewart for his impassioned uh speech before congress because 
um, unanimous consent uh, for the the healthcare for the 9/11 first responders. So, amen to him for doing that. Amen. Amen. Shame them into action, Stuart. You did it. Good job. Um, and uh, yeah. So, um, Kenny, did it pass in the Senate? Oh, if it doesn't, shit is gonna hit the fan. All right. So, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it has. I don't. Um, I don't know if it has or has not. That's why I'm yeah. asking. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So let's go ahead and get back to this audio. And I think that's everything I wanted to talk about. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, the um, uh, yeah. So this is the clip. This is the clip here. After he started whining about, they wanted to send my baby boy to jail. Well, if he wasn't a criminal like you, he's a fine yeah. boy. No, he's a piece of shit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so this is, uh, this is what, uh, what happened after that. In June of 2016, just months before the election, Don Jr. received an email from a business associate promising dirt on Hillary Clinton from the Russian government. Don Jr.'s response, if it's what you say, I love it. The conversation led to a meeting in Trump Tower that included the president's son, his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and a Russian lawyer. Don Jr. insists nothing came of it. And special counsel Robert Mueller concluded there was not enough evidence to charge a conspiracy between the Trump campaign and Russia. And then the report comes out, and they didn't even say, they, they hardly even talked about it. Should he have gone to the FBI when he got that email? Okay, let's put yourself in a position. You're a congressman. Somebody comes up and says, hey, I have information on your opponent. Do you call the FBI? I don't think coming from I'll tell you what, you do. I've seen a lot of things yes. over my life. I don't think in my whole life I've ever called the FBI. In my whole life, I don't. You don't call the FBI. You throw somebody out of your office. You do whatever. Al you Gore know. got a stolen briefing no. book. He called the FBI. Well, that's different. A stolen briefing book. This isn't a stolen. Not really. This is somebody that said we have information on your opponent. Oh, let me call the FBI. Give me a break. Life doesn't the work. The FBI that way. director says that's what should happen. No. The FBI director is wrong. Your campaign this time no. around, if foreigners, if Russia. If China, if someone else offers you information on an opponent, should they accept it or should they call the FBI? I think maybe you do both. I think you might want to listen. I don't, there's nothing wrong with listening. If somebody called from a country, Norway, we have information on your opponent. Oh, I think I'd want to hear it. Do you want that kind of interference in our elections? It's not an interference. They have information. I think yes. I'd take it. If I thought there was something wrong, I'd go maybe to the FBI. If I thought there was something wrong. But when somebody comes up with oppo research, right, they come up with oppo research. Oh, let's call the FBI. The FBI doesn't have enough agents to take care of it. But you go and talk Lying. honestly to congressmen. They all do it. They always have. And that's the way it is. It's called oppo no. research. No. It's not called oppo oh research. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well. They only do it if they're, you know, that they don't care about the law and the. What, what's legal and what's not? Funny you, you know should bring up call the, law. the FBI, Bob and Ken. Russians. Uh, uh, mafia members. Yeah. Members of organized crime. Yeah, and that's exactly what he's talking like. And that's how he's, well, he's always talked. No difference. You know, again, I, I go back and I lament. I lament letting a former host. Uh, uh, co-hosts on this show dictate the fact that I shouldn't talk about Trump's mob ties. Nobody talks about his mob ties. It was too low, too low. Should. Yeah. 
So, because honest to God, when he said, you know, and then he went on to try to justify it by saying there aren't enough FBI members to investigate organized crime. He didn't use the word organized crime. I did. But that's basically what he's saying. Mm -hmm. There are not enough members of the FBI to investigate this stuff. There, there are. There absolutely are. There that, are more FBI you know, members around than many, many people realize. Yeah, it, it's like, oh no, the FBI. It's just like, it's just like a ragtag group of misfits. You know, it's like they're 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 the A team. They just drive around the country in a van, solving crimes like Scooby and the gang. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. like you can't spread them too thin. They don't have enough Scooby snacks in the FBI. <laughs> I'm still, I, 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 when, when I, when I heard this, was it last night? It was last night, right? Uh, No, it was the night before. It was the night before. It was two days ago, yeah. Yeah. I was so agog with this. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm still agog with this, that he really basically said, eh, Norway, if we got something from Norway. I think that Norway is actually (laughs) our ally. They are. Here's the thing. Norway is our ally, mm-hmm. and and you know in the in the yesterday and today we heard a whole bunch of bullshit about the Steele dossier, and 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 Steele was a member of MI6, which is the Britain intelligence agency. Yes. Another another ally. Yes. So, so allies aren't going to give dirt on Trump's political opponents. Yes. And so he's jumping, kind of jumping the shark and doing like a, a red herring yes. or a straw man argument. He's ignoring the fact that this is shit that came from Russia. Well, it came from here Russia. Is he's not an a, ally. Here's a really important clip. And this is Shepard Smith and Judge Andrew, Andrew Napolitano, um, who, again, I don't like Andrew Napolitano. Uh, some of the, like some of the shit he pulled during Obama made me furious. Uh, yep. but I don't know what happened to him. He must have bonked his head or maybe that advancing hairline of his, you know, maybe the roots pushed his brain back into place or something. <laughs> um, wolf boy Napolitano. Uh, he, uh, it, it, this is what he had to say, uh, about this. This is a long clip. So I'll pause it about halfway through. Is there any gray area? Is there any wiggle room? Is there any way to argue that dirt from a foreign entity on a political opponent would be something that you can receive legally? Any there, wiggle room at all? There, there is no wiggle room with respect to dirt, with respect to opposition research, because the Federal Election Commission has already decided in other cases that that is, quote, a thing of value. The phrase, a thing of value. Money or a thing of value. Correct. Comes from the statute, which prohibits receipt of money or a thing of value from a foreign national, whether the person is working for a foreign government or not. So what the president said he would do to George Stephanopoulos, if he did it, would be felonious. Correct. Meaning he would commit a, be committing a felony and the person giving it to him, if that person was ever here and subject to our jurisdiction, would be committing a felony as well. If you're sitting in Riyadh or in Moscow watching the telly and you hear the president say, I would accept it, what sort of message does that send to you who want to curry favor with the leader of the free world? To give him what you think will help him either in his work as president or in his candidacy for 
our re-election. I mean, this was debated very loud and long in the Citizens United uh, case uh, in which the Supreme Court basically said uh, money is, expre- is, is an expression of an opinion. So you can spend all your own money you want, and the federal regulations prohibiting you from spending your own money are unconstitutional. It expressly says this does not pertain to foreign nationals who still cannot influence an American campaign with money or a thing of value. In 2016, or prior to, the president, the then candidate Donald Trump, said to the Russians, come on, give me a hand here. And they did. And part of the argument was, well, he's not a career politician. He's a businessman. He's a, he's a real estate guy. He didn't know better. There's no not knowing better now. Well, so what, what might be a motivation to say such a thing? Look, the president has argued that he has the freedom of speech, and he is the head of the country, and he is the head of the free world, and he can listen to any information he wants. That, that is true, except if he is a candidate, then what he receives is regulated by federal laws that he took an oath to uphold. Yeah. That is so important. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It's- well, uh, I'll tell you what. By the end, you're gonna love what he says. The, the, his final sentence in the in the end of this clip when we get to it, because I was I was like, it's breathtaking. I, I mean, he sums it up better than anybody I've heard sum it he up. Wasn't president on any of the at channels. the time, and he is running for. Okay, here's. He is running for president again. He's going to be holding his opening rally for running for president in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I, 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 okay, I'll shut up. Well, no, I mean, this is, that's gonna, a, I want to punch, impo- him, I wanna punch him where a man spreads. That, uh, <laughs> or, just, or, or maybe uh, stick something pointy in his neck, Gina. Oh, uh, see, I'm a woman. I, I support all vaginas. Oh, if even the, even Donald Trump's man neck, Gina. Well, it's not really the same thing. It's just an ill-fitting. Me. It's an ill-fitting shirt collar that causes that to happen. Don't test me. Um. Anyway, maybe looks ma- like an old lady vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with old lady vaginas no! except when they're on a man's connected neck. to Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> God. Yeah. Donald, Donald Trump makes sure he gets rid of them before they get too old. That he's on his third one now. So. He can't, yeah, well, you know, he can't so quit what, grabbing he, his. He just like harvest the vaginas and stick them on his neck. He just can't quit grabbing his neck now. So, God. you know, and they let they he, and he's allowed to because he's a celebrity. He can just grab it anytime he wants. Oh my God! Oh my God! Uh, when you're famous, you can do that. Uh, but anyway, let's get to the rest of Shepard Smith and Andrew Napolitano. And among those laws is, are, you cannot take something, accept something, receive something from a foreign national under the guise of being the head of state or because you want to use it for your campaign. That would be a felony. That would be a felony. The- so this is not an, an area of the freedom of speech. This is not the president saying, well, I speak to foreign leaders all the time. This is he compared it. Look, did you see the tweet? Look at look at the tweet this morning. There was another tweet storm this morning. I, I meet and talk to foreign governments every day. I just met with the Queen of England, the Prince of Wales, which has been corrected here in this second version. The Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, the Prime Minister of Ireland, the President of France, the President of Poland. We talked about everything. Should I immediately 
call the FBI about these calls and meetings as if he doesn't know the difference between lunch with the Queen of England and stuff coming from a Russian translator. Lunch with the Queen of England is not regulated speech. Information coming into the campaign, something of value, is regulated and is prohibited, as I said, in laws that he swore to uphold. Here's a new thing, a brand new thing that's about to happen in the Senate, and we'll have live coverage of that in just a moment. It's new to us. Democrats in the Senate are working on new legislation that would make it a requirement of law not just of rules and regulations, as previously stated, but a requirement of law that you report such contacts to the FBI. It's already illegal and would be a felony to accept such information in the way of a thing of value, but now they want to make it a law that you have to report to the You know, it's interesting because the FBI director said under oath at his confirmation hearing in response to a question from Senator Lindsey Graham, Graham, of all people, yes, this should be reported immediately. The president told George Stephanopoulos the FBI director is wrong. Such a statute would clarify this and impose upon the, the president, whoever that may be, more of a burden to enforce these laws on him or herself as well as on anybody else running for office. When you heard this, what was your first reaction. The president of the United States of America is prepared to commit a felony to get reelected. That was my reaction, and it was not a happy one. I was not happy to hear it. I thought he shot himself in the foot politically, and I wished he, he hadn't said it, but he did. Yeah. So the... the and that law, by the way, was shot down by Mitch McConnell. Of course that was, it was. That was the, the, the law that um, uh, um, Mark... Virginia, uh, Mark... Uh, uh, Mark Levin? No, not Mark Levin. Mark Warner? Uh, War- Mark Warner tried to pass it with unanimous consent, and Mitch McConnell wouldn't let it pass. The fact that we have to have laws about this is... It, it just shows you how far our moral... Our moral... Our morality is falling underneath this, this administration. Mm-hmm. Most people know... Oh, here's an adversarial government who says, I found I found shit on your opponent. And, and Trump is like, I'll take it. If it's about Hillary, great. Sure. If it's what you and say it is, get, I love it. If it's what you say yeah. it is, I love it. Yeah, and we can't get any laws passed in the Senate because mm-hmm. of Mitch McConnell to say this should be illegal. Even though there are laws... The F, the, uh, the Federal Election Committee chair, chairperson said, "I can't believe I even have to say this is illegal." Yeah, and on top of and on top of that, who's going to uh, who's going to hold them accountable? I mean, not the Justice Department, of course not. Not, not with not with this lapdog, sitting you know, sitting mm-hmm. in there all curled up and his at his feet. So yeah, this is where we have a real problem. But this this clip from Andrew Napolitano, and then we got to go to the break. This is so important. The president of the United States of America is prepared to commit a felony to get reelected. Yes. Powerful, powerful stuff. Well, we Easily. are going to pick. We are going to pick this. Uh, pick up on this uh, topic when we come back. We have more responses from Fox News. Some good, some bad, and one definitely ugly. Um, because it has to do with Mark Levin. Um, ah. so, uh, Master Shake, <laughs> Master Shake, Mark Levin. 
Um, but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and uh, go to the break. And when we come back, uh, we will uh, have more from uh, Trump's big, dirty asshole. Or his neck gina. I don't know. You pick. <laughs> Do I have to? Jesus. So gross. All right. Yeah, it's it's horrible. I'm sorry. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thumbs up, everybody. We're Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. I'm fucked. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the weekend edition, the pre-Kenny Pick's birthday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Uh, uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, Worldwide Radio for Humans. And, of course, thank you to all of our fine listeners out there joining us on the weekend edition. We'll do some name-calling in the next segment, as per per usual. And um, I want to get to some of the responses, uh, of course, once we uh, get uh, rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Uh, welcome back to you. Hi. And, of course, uh, your bobber half, Bobber der Braumeister, Washington, D.C. Welcome back, sir. Howdy, howdy. All right. So, when last we left our dim-witted POTUS, post-POTUS, he was admitting to uh, being willing to commit a crime. The President of the United States of America is prepared to commit a felony to get reelected. Yeah, specifically. And, um, and I'm telling you what, man, this, this, you know, the, I, I love this because, uh, he, he's trying to do cleanup on it. And Chris Wallace, uh, was on, uh, with, I don't know, one of the Fox newsroom shows or whatever with Sandra Smith and Trump, uh, this morning, I believe was on Fox and friends, uh, you know, that bastion of truth and valuable information um for one hour yeah for one one solid hour of curvy couch dumbness um 
And uh, it, yeah, so Chris Wallace uh, on Fox News. Uh, uh, so in this clip, we get Trump's clarification on him saying, "Of course, you know, I'd I'd take this information." And no, I'd never. I wouldn't call the FBI. Why would I do that? I never. I've never called the FBI. They're too busy. Scooby and the gang. You know, they they don't have time for this. They're pulling masks off of farmers who are trying to scare kids off his out of his crops. You know. Yeah, um, how's, he, how's the FBI supposed to investigate that when when Trump's going to be cutting their budget so that uh, you know they can't investigate him? Oh uh, yeah, there's that too. So uh, uh, so yeah, Chris Wallace uh, with Sandra Smith addressing Trump's uh, latest clarification. He was asked to clarify those comments in the new interview on Fox this morning and, and said this: If I don't listen, you're not going to know. Now, if I thought anything was incorrect or badly stated i'd report it to the attorney general the fbi i'd report it to law enforcement absolutely he said absolutely he would report it well you know my reaction to that is it's like well like what you hear sometimes at a big grocery store clean up on aisle four the president's <laughs> comments before which indicated that he would absolutely take information that came from foreign countries and maybe he would report it to authorities was roundly criticized by both republicans and democrats in capitol hill uh and the president there indicating well i i would report if anything wrong it doesn't quite clean it up however because the the suggestion that a lot of people are upset about is the idea that the president is not saying no i won't take any information from foreign countries and that he would listen to it uh i think most people think if you get an, an, an indication let's say from the kremlin gee we got some information on your opponent would you like to hear it then instead of hearing it you before you hear it preemptively you mm -hmm. say i'm going to report it to the fbi because you don't want any hint of foreign interference uh the president trying to soften that a little bit today but i'm not sure he cleaned it, uh, it up on aisle four complete well <laughs> he really liked that clean up on aisle four thing I, i'm gonna i'm gonna give uh give chris wallace a little rim shot there so it's like what you hear in big grocery stores <laughs> I, I think a better analogy would be oh i, I found this kilo of cocaine i, I only snorted half of it uh, before I turned it over to the FBI. Yeah. Uh, oh, I found these drugs. I yeah, yeah. Half a kilo of drugs. Oh, sure, <laughs> sure. But if you ca if you don't snort it, you don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's what he that's what he said. If I don't listen, you're not gonna know. If you if I don't listen, <laughs> you're not gonna know what. That is the biggest problem about this, because aside from all the stuff that we we can clearly see as a problem, he is literally saying, I get to decide mm -hmm. Yes. what what is good and what is bad. I, I get to decide. I get to see it. And if I think it's bad, then I'm going to report it. I if bet. I think it's good, then I'm not going to report it. That's what he's saying. I bet and to this the, day. For all the amount of the times that people saying that he backtracked today, he didn't. He did not backtrack at all. I at bet, all. I bet to this day that motherfucker probably peels the tape off of his presence and looks at him and then puts it back. Nobody <laughs> gives him presents. Uh, yeah, there was a really he, gross and weird story about Donald Trump Jr. giving his dad presents before. and Oh. Yeah, it was, it was, it was creepy. Um, See, I kind of think that Donald Trump actually goes to Amazon and says, I'm going to buy a present. I want it wrapped and sends it to himself. And, and just, you know, in, in the note, it says, fuck Jeff Bezos. 
Huh. <laughs> <laughs> or, so, or do my do the favorite bestest president ever? That's <laughs> what everybody says. And also, fuck Jeff oh, Bezos. God. He's a jerk. <laughs> but seriously, he, this a, idea that if I if I think it's bad, if I think it's bad, and so there's I heard I think it was Peter King from Long Island. Yeah. Who tried to who tried to you know GOP explain this bullshit, and he basically said he's the president. He gets to see all of this. Um, all of this information, and he does. He does. As president, the person who is the president gets to see all of this information. And I really feel like Peter King conflated the fact that what Donald Trump is still talking about is he is talking about what he would do as candidate Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is the thing that the Republicans are trying to deflect from. They're trying to make it sound like he's the president. He gets to say what he sees and he gets mm-hmm. to report what he reports. But we're talking about candidate Trump. Yes. And and to me, that is so fucked up. Yeah. If I don't listen, you're not going to know. Yeah. If he doesn't listen, we're not going to know. Guess what? We're going to know. We mm-hmm. still have, and they might be hanging on by a thread. We still have intelligence we still have the cia the fbi we have so many different we have 17 intelligence agencies in this country and the fbi is not one of them by the way yeah well now now okay so we've heard from two halfway decent sources on fox news about this you know i i was gonna throw you a curveball here (laughs) We, we we gotta go back to the classic fox news for some of this so uh Ladies and germs, I'm a. Sorry, I'm dusting off this jingle for you. Wow, wow, we haven't played this in a while. Here you go, folks. You should show respect to your audience. This is an abomination. You jerk. This is how damn nuts the place has become. You're a hack. Go ahead, Mr. Producer. Now have a donut and shut up, will you? Civil war in the ranks. Thump the Bible? Have I thumped the Bible once? Piece of crap, Republican Party. How pathetic you are. I think you're great. And of course, well, bonus one. They're taking out the long knives and trying to destroy the handful of conservatives we have in Washington, D.C., who are trying to use the phone? Yes, uh, always. <laughs> uh, yeah, always, uh, always a good one. And oh, I, Mark Levin, he's so wonderful. He's a very, very nice boy. Oh God, I gotta find. I'm gonna have to go back. I lost my Aqua Teen Hunger Force clips of Master Shake uh, because Mark Levin sounds just like Master Shake from from that show. But Mark Levin, let me let me set this up. He has a new book, uh, by the way, which is hysterical. The lack of self-awareness on the right with the usage of, of words is unbelievable. His new book is called Unfreedom of the Press. What? Yes, it's called Unfreedom of the Press because it's about how the media's bias against Trump for what? reporting on Trump. Um, and so it's unfreedom of the press, but the thing is unfreedom of the press describes the Trump white house perfectly. 
calling any any reputable news source that has something of substance to report on Trump fake news. Discredit them. Shoot the messenger. You know uh, uh, how dare they talk about you know Trump in this way? And and this is this is great because Mark Levin was a never Trumper. You do know that, right? Mark Levin for the longest yeah. time was what? a never like Trumper. At year? least at least a year or two. Um, until the money started running out. Until the until the well started to run dry, he didn't hold out as long as Glenn Beck. Uh, but you know, Glenn Beck eventually caved, and now, of course, they're both. He's on the blaze with um, with Glenn Beck now. So the blaze is still around. Oh, it's it's hanging on by an ember. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's more. It's it's called. I think the blaze should be called the smolder at this point. Um, <laughs> the, I thought the blaze got bought out by somebody else. In the they the blaze the merged the <laughs> uh, <laughs> they they call it the daily flamer if that was the case, um, and um, but yeah so or the daily blazer um, uh, yeah it was it was some stupid group I don't know what it was it was some like low rent you know like you know. PBR TV. I don't know what it was. It was it was something stupid. PBR TV. Yeah, it was Pabst Blue Ribbon. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, sorry. Now I got to see if I have the, the blue velvet. Uh, um, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I, I was looking for Paps. I should have just looked for PBR. There we All go. All right, uh, Velveeta. Oh no, that's not it. So that was some from Stephanie Miller. Um, that was Velveeta Jones. She was getting ready to say Velveeta Jones, a good oh, personal friend of ours. Oh, was it? What? Oh, I, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's she's right. Been on the show. That's right. I'm sorry. I I did. Um, I, I was looking. I, I found Velveeta, but I was looking for this. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken. Heineken. Fuck that shit. Pabst Blue Ribbon. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. Anyway, um, what are you doing, auxiliary computer? Stop doing what you're doing. It's trying to restart. Uh, or maybe I've just been idle too long on it. Um, that's my chat room computer. Uh, and Okay, so Mark Levin. This, it, it, you, you have to understand this. When I saw this video of him on Fox and Friends, he couldn't look at the camera. He couldn't address the issue about Trump. Um, you know, whether he was right or wrong um, uh, in, in what he was saying. He sounded deflated. He sounded like he wanted to just burst out in a tear-filled rage. And again, he didn't even look at the fucking camera the whole time. The whole time. He was like just looking off to the side. And it was so pathetic. And it was so funny because... Uh, uh, but uh, uh, let me set it up because this is this is what Fox and Friends played for Levin right before. This is the exact edit they pl he, they played for him of Nancy Pelosi. We are honoring our oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. It's a very sad thing, very sad thing that he does not know right from wrong. 
I believe that he has been involved in a criminal cover-up. Everybody in the country should be totally appalled by what the president said last night. Should be totally appalled. But he has a habit of making appalling statements. This one borders on so totally unethical that he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. I don't disagree with anything. Again, it was edited down, but... She said, her exact words, I believe he was involved in a criminal cover-up, which that would fit the bill for obstruction of justice, right? She believes that. If she believes he was he was in uh, involved in a criminal cover-up, that means she's edging towards impeachment. She's she's getting there. You know, I know a lot of people want her and everybody else to move faster, but that's where she's headed with that, right? And that is important for her to say that. I believe he was involved in a criminal cover-up because there was an investigation that showed there was... And you even have Republicans like Justin Amash saying he needs to be impeached for that. You know, because it was a criminal cover-up. That's what, that's exactly what obstruction of justice is. You're a criminal covering something up. Criminal cover. That was what was in the report. That was what was in the report. It was Smart. in the report. It was what Mueller said. So here is the anyway. impotent rage of Mark Levin. Can't even look into the camera. The man has sold his soul to support Donald Trump to try and make a buck. Not doing very well. Has to hook, to hook up with fellow uh, loser, uh, former never trumper glenn beck glenn beck who used to dip his face in crushed cheetos to make fun of trump um yeah remember that and and here is yeah. here is mark levin again it, it, i beg people go watch this video and watch him because he can't even look in the camera when he's doing this and and he won't even address what Trump said. It's hysterical. But this is this is so funny to me. So Nancy Pelosi Thank goes you. off on the president yesterday. Do you agree with the president said to George Stephanopoulos in the Oval Office? Okay, hold on a second. Let's talk about Nancy Pelosi for once in our lives here that she's never confronted. Oh, Nancy Pelosi just said the president of the United States is guilty of a criminal cover-up. Mm -hmm. That's what they do in fascistic regimes. Oh, oh, yeah, what? like lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Those chants like that. Did you, mm -hmm. did Mark Levin? She, she's speaking in legal terms, <clears throat> you know. A, she believes he was involved in a criminal cover-up. She didn't call him criminal. She believes. There, that's a very important distinction. She believes. Yeah. That is, you know, that's like me saying, this. it's like me, me saying... You know, I know X is a thief. I know this person, you know, Billy Bob, Joe Bob. I know Billy Bob, Joe Bob is a thief. Now, if I, if I give, I could get, I could get sued for saying that. If I turn it around and I say, I believe Billy Bob, Joe Bob is a thief. I've covered my bases. That's no, what Billy Nancy Bob, Pelosi has done. is a thief. Um, <laughs> Sue me. Yeah. <laughs> So, but she's smart about it. She's smart about it. So here he is no, bristling, right. 
bristling with impotent rage after all the Trump cultists and bobbleheads have chanted, lock her up, after, oh, uh, you know, uh, why isn't, you know, I play that montage of his best buddy, Sean Hannity, and all those people saying, why isn't Hillary in prison? Why isn't Hillary in prison? Why isn't Hillary in prison? Trump saying the same thing. They're the criminals. I have a clip later. Uh, that I can play for you with Trump saying that Hillary Clinton was, she committed the crimes, she committed the crimes. Uh, okay, tell me again about fascist Mark Levin, but let, let's listen to the rest of his little impotent rage oh here. God. Where a Speaker of the House stands up and accuses people of crimes. If we didn't have a Constitution and these Democrats that run these committees were in charge, be like the French committees during the French Revolution. Oh, declaring drama. People with the guillotine really? right next to them and lopping their heads off. You know, there is a time when Congress is out of control, and this is one of them. We've seen this throughout our history. These subpoenas are outrageous. They're intended to destroy oh. people. They are unconstitutional. Uh, the, everybody who receives these unconstitutional subpoenas should be fighting them. They are victims. So I don't mind talking about what the president said. We endlessly talk about the pre- what the president says. Mm-hmm. When he sneezes, when he blows his nose, when he brushes his hair, when he gets up in the morning, it's Trump, Trump, Trump. Kidding? Isn't he a dictator? Isn't he horrible? Can you believe what he said? Let's put the brakes on it. Nancy Pelosi is fascistic. She just declared the president of the United States a criminal. Based on what? No due process, no court case, no Mm -hmm. indictment. She stands up there and she announced the president of the United States a criminal. She did not. She announces the president of the United States is a criminal. Mm -hmm. These are the worst kinds of demagogues who are representing the mob, (laughs) their (laughs) base. They've taken over the House of Representatives for their own political purposes. They're taking out the long knives and trying to destroy the handful of conservatives we have in Washington, D.C., who are trying to use the phone. Okay, she did not declare he was a criminal. No, she didn't. She didn't. But here's the thing, Kenny. Mm -hmm. Um, And Bob, correct me if I'm wrong on this. He either went for the ultimate straw man or the ultimate red herring argument. And I think it's red herring where you throw this out you throw, you know, the question was this, and he decided to go run completely the other way to argue against something that wasn't even asked of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really what happened, and he didn't answer the question. He did not answer the question that was asked of him. And the other thing I would like to know is where he's getting his flashcards from. Uh, probably- I, I do mean that because I feel like a lot of these guys, especially ones who don't have like the platform, like Sean Hannity, and okay, just and Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. it, suddenly they get they get a little taste of the, the limelight, and I feel like they're just reading right wing talking point flashcards. Where do we buy them? I don't know, but you know, I, I think that he probably got him at the same uh, you know Dollar Tree that that guy that was on Tucker Carlson was the other day talking about the metric system because he brought up the French oh, Revolution God. again. Ah, the French. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, let's not talk right about I, that. I say let's not talk about the French Revolution. Let's talk about the French mistake. There you go. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? But he didn't answer. It's like they've got the guillotines, and I got French Revolution, and I can't even look at the camera because I can't even believe I'm saying this shit. 
Is it a straw man or is it a red herring? Which one um, is it, people? It, I, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's a little of both. It's a straw herring. It's a straw herring. It's a fish made out of straw. No, it's a straw man argument in the sense that he's 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 saying, "Look at what Nancy Pelosi did." You know, she she declared that he's a criminal, and it's not what she did. She didn't declare anything. She, she said she right, stated she stated her beliefs. Stating your beliefs and declaring guilt of someone are two completely different things. So in that sense, I think it's a straw man. The red herring in the whole thing, I guess, is is like saying it's just like the French Revolution. I don't know. I I, I don't know. It's, he ran over. I, I I don't know. It's 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 straw man. It's bad analogies. It's I don't know. So somebody somebody who some English major out there, let us know. Um, but seriously, Bob, do you remember the difference between the two? Seriously, I'm not trying um, to be funny about this. I I. I I mean this. Yeah, so, so a straw man is when you you uh, just put up something that's not being discussed and and argue that, whereas a, a red herring is, is something you just kind of throw out there to, to distract the conversation. I know that sounds similar, but... No, but his answer was a, was a red herring. Well, yeah, something especially uh, uh, that is something that is intended to be misleading or distracting. That so yeah, so yes. it absolutely was misleading and distracting. So yeah, it was a, it was a red herring. Um, yeah. Thank you. So um, I, I mean that sincerely. I just I had know to we just wasted a, a couple Google. of minutes of the show, but I, I had mean to, that sincerely. Yeah, I had to do a Google search. Go do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Brought to you by searching. Um, and both so. of those, both of those things, like Mark Levin, and his answer were dishonest. Yeah, it was it was answered with the lack of wanting to be um, forthcoming. Yeah, it's we could talk about we could talk. I think the right way. the straw man portion probably would him being say be, being oh we could. Everybody wants to talk about how when Trump farts or sneezes or sharts or whatever, you know, which, no, that's not really what anybody's doing. Um, you that's know, true. so, so it was but, a straw man, red herring. Yes. And, you know, and, and you know what? Straw and seafood, uh, two very common allergies. And I think that's the combination, true. the combination of both of them is, uh, bullshit, bullshit. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think in, I think it's in, important that we talk about this stuff sometimes. Yeah, not every week. Straw sure. man, red herring, and I I think it's important because I have found myself in the past couple of months being like, why does this piss me off so much? Mm -hmm. Why does this conversation or this this video that I'm watching? Why does it make me angry? Yeah, and it helps when I kind of figure out it's because the person is not just answering untruthfully they're deflecting from the actual question true so uh anyway we got to go to the break we're over the the uh the bottom of the hour mark uh and when we come back we might have a little bit more time to talk about this if anybody wants to call in i'll be sure to give out the number um and we'll do name calling and birthday bonus and um yeah that's all I got for right now. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night 
right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. The President of the United States of America is prepared to commit a felony to get reelected. If I don't listen, you're not going to know. <laughs> what? Uh, hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Bo- well, let's do Bobber first. Uh, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, Der Braumeister, Washington, D.C., of course. Well, we'll do this one more time. Hello, Bob. Easy. So. Wow. So you did that too for. Yeah, I did a Bobber double shot uh, there. Uh, my 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 two personal favorite songs of yours, who were which are very short. I mean, that was less time than a, an actual Green News report. So, you know, uh, that's lit clocks in it. Um, and no, about the actually almost the same exact time as a Green News report, six minutes and twenty seconds, something like that. So, oh no, not even that. Yeah, yeah, it is because she won't let go. Three minutes. Oh, no, no, it's only five minutes and 25 seconds, if I do the math right. <laughs> so, so there you go. Uh, but, yeah, I thought, it, wh- what did you think of that? Because, you know, like they do on, you know, big FM stations, it's a double shot, you know, two for Tuesday, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're, they're both kind of the, more of the higher energy songs, too, so. Yeah, they, they go they, they go well next next to one. I love, I just love the songwriting and the production and, and the, it, it, just the, the arrangements and everything. Perfect songs. They truly are perfect songs. So. Thank you. Uh, you are very welcome, and uh, there's a reason why just about just about every show one of those songs gets played. It's a rarity that one of those songs or one of your other songs doesn't get played. Um, and uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. What is it like to live uh, in such a talented household with with you as an artist and Bob as a musician? Oh, I guess I'll find out. We live in our own rare minds. I guess it will. I, I I will find out what it's like. I'll get a glimpse of the inside. Of you know what? If you really want to know the truth, mm-hmm. we all we all fart the same way. That's what it's like. Well, you don't fart the same way as Trump because his are always wet. No, no, God, so, no. So you know, yeah, God, no, yeah. So anyway, I will say this. It. I, I am willing to acknowledge that I have a creative mind, and I really mm. love living with Bob, who has a very creative mind too. I'm gonna have to get some and pictures. I, I mean that. I mean that sincerely. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take. I I love living with him. I, I you know and and it's the same with me and Suze too because we're both very creative. She dabbles in a lot of stuff, uh, you know, and is very good at a lot of different things. I dabble in a fair amount of stuff, and I'm good at a couple things. 
But I do want to, I'm going to have to bring you uh, pictures of my one painting that I've been working on for approximately 15 years. Um, uh, it, it is it is a, a huge painting on a big wooden disc, and it's based on an old woodcut from a, like a medieval Bible. Um, of, oh, nice. Of um, basically, it's God creating behemoth and leviathan. If you're, I'll, I'll I'll try and find the picture it's based on, but I recently picked picked up the brushes and started fleshing it out. But it's a it's a daunting thing because I want it to be perfect, and I I'm really like going in and like just adding crazy little details to it. Um, you know, because it, it it's got very familiar. Lots of lots of uh. Very fine, but again, it's a, it's a fifteen year plus project that I'm working on, um, and um, uh, I've, I have a lot of incomplete paintings. I'll start paintings and then I'll I'll feel compelled to move on to another one. And you know what? I have a lot of incomplete paintings too. And they and and it would be it it honestly I think for some people you know they might stop where where I stop and say they're done. But I know, I mean, I, I will I will go back and I will add to a painting that I did 20, 25 years ago. So You're not alone. But, um, so anyway, um, it is time to find out who is in the chat room with us. So, are you ready to do a little bit of name calling, Rain? I am. Here we go. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you gotta give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You wanna mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. All right, are we ready for some biscuits? Clinster uh, sure. is not I in the just, chat room, but Clinster oh, cooked a batch. Yeah, he cooked a batch of them this morning. Oh. He posted it in the turnips page, and oh my god, they so look so delicious. I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. And it, it was, they looked so good, I had to go bake some too. Yes, Bob <laughs> nice. did. Bob made biscuits today too. Today was a biscuit Friday. You know, I used to say the term bacon big old biscuits. Um <laughs> uh for a euphemism for uh um needing to take a dump. <laughs> oh my god. Cuz there was a commercial was like that used to say we're baking big old biscuits and I and I'm like I'm baking big old biscuits. See you in, <laughs> see you in 15 minutes. So well. Around here, we call that toast. Where's my newspaper? Uh, toast. So. <laughs> Go ahead, Rain. All right. In the chat room tonight, we have Mr. Adam Hebert. We've got Barbara DC. We've got Destroyer Kurt. We've got Heather. we got Jay Colley. We've got Kenny Pick. we got Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. Happy almost Father's Day. Oh, that's right. This is Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. You see, I locked out knowing when Father's Day is because Father's Day is always the same within the same couple days of my birthday. Nice. So. Um, we have Living on Long Island. We got Meow Goodness. We got Michelle in South Florida. We got Moon Mare. We got President. We got myself. We got Sandy and Derwood. We got Tim Cormal. And we have Trojan Rabbit. 
And as far as birthdays, we have some birthdays. It is a birthday-centric episode here tonight. Um, I hear that it's your birthday tomorrow, and I also hear that Sandy and Derwood's birthday is on Sunday. Yeah, and we just had, of course, um, uh, um, I'm sorry, she just called the show the uh, Katie Kaser's uh, birthday. Katie Kaser? Was just the other day. Yeah, my friend Pam, who's coming up tomorrow. Uh, we can lump her in there too, um, and yeah, anybody else? It's put it, it well, out there. It, well, we have one more. It's John McCain's day. Yes, John we'll just McCain leave day. it there. Yeah, and um, I'm gonna do this just because I I want to because uh, I played it the other day. Uh, it, but we'll we'll do both. We'll do uh, this and the the banner. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. This is your birthday song, it doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday! On the morning of June 15, Kenny Pick woke up screaming. Huzzah! (laughs) Huzzah! There we go. There's the epic birthday boner and uh, the uh, happy birthday from uh, Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Miller, I love the Mrs. Miller head. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> that's actually. That's going to be Sarah Huckabee Sanders' next job. She's going to do that. Oh my God, um, no. 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 <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> I don't want to hear her sing. I don't want to. No. No. She's going to be like. Happy birthday to you. Knocked up oh, again. Happy birthday to you. Now look, y'all. Stop. Oh Let's my God. <laughs> Ooh, and I. This is a very transparent song, and y'all. Now look. And then, and then she'll she'll think of Trump in the middle of it, and just let let out a noisy shart. Y'all, y'all, no, <laughs> y'all ought not look. I'm a, I'm a shark. Y'all ought not no, look. No, no, no. <laughs> I love saying ought not. I love saying no. ought not. Or what's made of. Uh, <laughs> my daddy told me you never trust a man what's made of gas. So. <laughs> My daddy not. told me. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of daddies, um, I always thought it was very special as, as a kid because uh, it happened a few times where Father's Day and my birthday were on the same day. That always meant a lot to me. So just so you know, Dad, if I've never said that, it was always nice because I felt like he and I shared the same day, you know. And uh, and it was nice that we both got presents and stuff. I mean, it's always special to me because I know my birthday's around Father's Day, but I really like it when my birthday is on Father's Day. 
Uh, because then I get presents and I don't have to take care of any children. <laughs> I would like to say happy birthday to all the fathers out there that are listening. And happy Father's Day to all the fathers who are listening out there? Did I say happy birthday? Yeah. Okay, you see, that was a Freudian slip. Y'all not right to conflate Father's Day and birthdays. <laughs> My daddy always happy said Father's never Day. trust trust a person who <laughs> uh <laughs> what confuses Father's Day and birthdays. Um so sorry. That's okay. Heather Happy is Father's on the Day line. I didn't even I didn't even there. I didn't even have to give out the phone number, uh, but Heather is on the line. Hi Heather, what's going on? Oh, not much. How was your Friday? Um, pardon? How's your Friday going? Uh, are you raring for the weekend here? Oh yes, yes. I think they need to impeach him. Oh, you think? I, I I know they do. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm just kind of an understatement. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I know you were just teasing me, but it's it's really sad that Nancy's not there yet. But you know, hopefully, 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 she'll get there soon. Mm-hmm. But even um, the man that. Ate chicken the second day that Bob Barr didn't show up is there like right now. Uh huh. Oh, is he, he really? He's even saying, "Oh yeah," he's saying. His name Cohen. It's not. Yes, not wow. because of his character, but because of the because of the fact that he is not fit. Mm-hmm. Not physically, mentally, or or ethically. All of them. All of it. Morally. (laughs) I would say all of them. He's just, I mean, for him to say, now mind you, a few weeks ago, we was like, well, we've got to get all the information, blah, 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 which is understandable. But for him to go from that to saying, let's impeach, um, yeah, yes, Sandy, it is Cohen. For him to go from that to say, let's impeach, um... There's some movement going on in that party. Yeah, because he's, kind of he's kind of a, uh, one of the more centrist Democrats, isn't he? I'm not sure, but as far as whether he's... Um, I mean, come on, he has to be centrist. He brought Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, yeah and he is from Kentucky, uh, Sandy and Derwood points out. Okay, because I thought he was from Tennessee, but either way. But mm. for him to... Come to Kentucky Fried to Chicken is the most centrist fried chicken ever. <laughs> but for him to come out and say that, um, some people are starting to move. But I think at one point there was a letter within the past few weeks. There was a letter of thirty people who a group of thirty that wanted to go ahead and do this. Yeah, I think we're Where up to over it? sixty now. Well, okay, good. Because guess what? I, when I saw what I saw the other night, when he, he was talking to Stephanopoulos, God help us, um, I saw that on Twitter and I about fainted. I'm like, there's no way. We cannot keep him where he's at. No, this is really bad what he said. I mean, it's. Oh, it, I know. 
I, I am totally, here's the thing, if, if I can just interject, because I am really on both sides of this issue, and I don't like both siderism. I want him impeached right now. I also understand, I, 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 need, I need Congress to move faster. I, I do understand what Pelosi is saying, that we need to get, we need to get all of our eggs in a row. Mm-hmm. Because I think ducks she knows that all of is it ducks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so. basket. I am famous. I am don't famous don't put all of her eggs in a basket, please. <laughs> Bob will back me up on this. I am the person who's worst at screwing up the metaphors. Uh, well, I, I Ad, Adam fact. Hebert, Adam Hebert did the best one when he said, "I don't have a bone in this fight." At one point, <laughs> that um, sounds like something I'd funny. But, you know, I, I think that she is assuming that all of this is going to go to court. And I, I don't think she's wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, we're all in a really frustrating place because I do. I want her to I want her to open up impeachment hearings like yesterday. But yeah. I don't I don't think it's all there yet. And I don't like saying that because I think that all of us who listen to this show and all of us who listen to every progressive show out there. We are, we're ready. We yeah. are so ready. We want, so we want impeachment. We're not the majority. We want impeachment. Yesterday. Last year day. Yeah. We're, we're not the, we're not the majority of America. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, and I think it was, oh, what was her name? Um, one of the ladies that's on Stephanie Miller was saying there were a lot of Democrats that want impeachment. People who are Democrats. Oh, God. Yeah, I think every last one of us uh-huh. does. I, I mean... Yeah. The man is just... its I'm sorry, but he's just completely lost his mind. I mean, I, I will... I will... Yeah. Uh, could, I, I will I will give credit to uh, GO, the GOP supporters of Trump. Have They've been right about one thing. Is that just about every Democrat in this country wants Trump impeached no matter what. And we are looking for ways to impeach him no matter what. And mm-hmm. legitimate reasons. So yeah, you know, we're, we are looking. We are looking. And we, we will point them out. And what we're doing as, as voters, constituents, you know, uh, whatever, that is gradually being translated into the actions of our elected officials. Because we see it all the time on our side that we have to keep beating the drum. We have to keep repeating the talking points. We have to, you know, keep, you know, restating facts over and over and over before, you know, somebody's like, okay, I guess politically it's the right decision to make, you know, it sucks, but it's just the way things work. Well, yeah, it does. And it's the opposite with the GO. It's the opposite with the GOP because you'll get your Ted Cruz's and your Rand Paul's and all the and your Mitch McConnell's, and they'll go out there and they'll beat the drum and get their constituents to repeat what they're saying and continue to spread the bumper sticker lies. Where it's like, and that's why it's much more complicated for Democrats to get elected, because there is there isn't one solid message. Because there are so many voices who are like, no, 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 we're not going to be the followers. We're not going to be the people who are like, you know, 
you know, going to the town hall meetings, going after Justin Amash and just saying, well, the deep state, there was no crime. The deep state, there was no crime, you know. Oh, they had a mash Amash (laughs) kind of meeting. I don't know. I'm far enough from Grand Rapids to know that it happened. Well, I don't know how many people showed up. Are you in? Are you in his district? No, okay. I am in Fred Upton's district, unfortunately, okay. and he's no, he's no peach either. But there was, I read somewhere that there was an a mash mosh thingy <laughs> or rally. <laughs> That sounds like we just put his penis into a mixing bowl. Wow. Okay. Uh, I didn't expect that. So, uh, uh, But anyway, they had an anti-Amash rally. And I guess a few people showed up and they said, (laughs) we're not going to show up or we're not going to vote for you and just Mm -hmm. all kinds of really stupid stuff. And yet, Mind you, though, he voted to keep something from the Democrats. Yeah, he's not a dem. He's not a dem. He was, he was, he was, he was really a teabagger. He was a teabagger, yes, and he, he yes. left the Freedom Caucus, the Free Dumb Caucasians, I should say. Yes. Um, he yes. left them because they are just a new division of the Trump cult. So, uh, sorry, I burped. Um, but yeah, basically what uh, Trump cultists are saying about Justin Amash right now is... I don't want to talk to you no more! Yeah, they just don't like him. You know, so. something interesting about Amash is he was part of the Freedom Caucus, which is the Tea Party brand, but he's also yeah. part of another caucus, which is Libertarian. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So All right, well, I, we, we got to... But you know, we have no we matter, have guests. We have no guests. matter what I think about him, I completely agree with him, and I'm glad he came out and said I read the Mueller report. Yeah. Well, we have guests coming up oh, in yeah. hour three, so Heather, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to let you go. So, we got the Mike Check Radio uh, crew coming on. We got a lot of stuff to talk about with them, and uh, but we do appreciate your call, and we can't wait to talk to you again. All, cur- all right. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. All right. Have a great Heather. weekend. Bye bye. Uh, so anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut her so short, but it is, we're right up at the top of the hour and, uh, we've got three other people coming on with us. So, um, uh, from Mike check radio, miles, Michelle and Adam will be here. It's exciting. We have some big announcements to make, uh, and I'll, I'll, uh, of course tell everybody what my announcement is for our special that we're going to have almost, I think exactly two months from today. Very excited about it. I think everybody else will be too. Um, so uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. And when we come back, um, yeah, the Mike Check radio crew takes over. Turn up the night uh, right after, mm, let's say this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio and KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil. Come on down to Used Foods Emporium. Thanks to President Kane, all of our used foods are now 100% tax-free. This week's specials are assorted sun-dried mammals, only 99 cents a pound. You can't resist that crunchy goodness. 
be sure to visit the produce department for fresh found fruit from neighboring grocery store dumpsters. We have the softest apples in town. That's a fact. While you're at Used Foods Emporium, stop by the hot used foods table for a wide variety of body temperature dishes freshly eliminated and regurgitated by our friendly staff all the live long day. And don't forget, all of our used foods are 100% tax free. This week, kids get free ABC gum with a purchase of $20 or more. Used Foods Emporium, now with 999 convenient locations. And now, on with the show. The President of the United States of America is prepared to commit a felony to get reelected. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Birthday Eve edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, uh, joining me, as always, on the program... Uh, all pert near every Friday. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back. Hello. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to the Migo meet in Columbus. So, oh, that's right. That's right. And hanging you out get, with Pam and Evan. Scranton party? Uh, no Scranton party tomorrow. Scranton party will happen on Tuesday when Joe's back. Uh, but you'll, oh, you, you will not be here. So I might I have to recruit. I might have to recruit some of the other lovely people that we have on the show, uh, for next Tuesday. Uh, and of course, Bobber from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, graciously joining us for all three hours. Welcome back. Thanks, Grant. It's good to be here. Yes. And fun, fun, fun Friday. It is. It is a good Friday. It's, it's not actual good Friday, just a good Friday. And, of course, uh, joining us on the line, uh, we've got the uh, whole takeover going on right now. Uh, let's start with the Port St. Lucie contingent of Mike Check Radio. The one and only rogue DM, uh, Michelle Lagon, mother of kittens. That's queen me. of let's queen of my way around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot your other titles. Uh, uh, queen of Chaos or something like that. Uh, Mistress of Mayhem. Mistress of Mayhem. Yes. Damsel of Destruction. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and, of course, uh, your hubby, which is usually in slapping distance of you, the one and only Miles Lagan, uh, the Galaxy Master of My Check Radio. Welcome, sir. Yes, hello. And and currently, I'm just thinking the only thing that would make this evening more perfect is a pizza. Oh, really? And, and of course, the guy who promised it wouldn't be noisy... Mr. Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio. Uh, I am currently on a bus. Yeah, he's currently on a bus, and it's really it, and there's a lot of wind uh, right there. I thought that so. Miles, 
Michelle were having a thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah. No, that was yesterday. No, it's just her. It's just Hurricane Adam right now. So, uh, hi, Adam. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing okay. Okay, so <laughs> I, we just heard the bus Hold decelerate. On. So Hold on. Get, Hold on. Given the experience you've had so far, Adam, what is your ETA for getting home? Uh, about five minutes. I just oh. got off. Oh, okay. You really, just got Adam? off? Really? You just got off? He you just really got off? Tell us that. Wow. <laughs> Could have done that on your own time. Come on, Adam. Let me rephrase that. I just got off the bus. Okay, well, <laughs> you got off the whole bus? How many people? How many people? The driver, too? Huh? How many people? The driver, too? Archer. Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> I don't know what the laws are there, but dude. <laughs> I just debust. No, that's not going to work either. Yeah. Uh, um, phrasing, phrasing, <laughs> phrasing. Hey, phrasing, phrasing, yeah. phrasing, mother, phrasing, uh, phrasing, <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with getting off. No, no. Oh, there's really nothing wrong with getting. There's well, nothing wrong unless you're Catholic. There's nothing wrong with getting off an entire bus. Yeah, you don't want to, you, you know, because the. I want to know what that bus looked like, because damn, that sounds like a sweet looking bus. Yeah, there is, uh, there is, you know, there. If you are Catholic, that that's a no go. Uh, getting, uh, getting, you know, getting off. Every sperm is sacred. Every sperm is great. If a sperm is wasted, God gets quite irate. Let the heathen spill theirs upon the dusty ground. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, you, you, you are on your way home, Adam, right? So should, should we save the big yeah, announcement until you get inside? Uh, sure. Let's just vamp. Okay. Well, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do my announcement first. <laughs> no, we're not just gonna vamp. It's my show. I have other things I can talk about. Um. So, I have. I decided today. I'm very excited about this. I am going to do a special in two months. Almost two months from the date, August sixteenth. I believe that's a Friday. I know it's a Friday. I looked it up and I set a set a reminder on my phone for it. But one of my favorite films of all times uh, is turning forty from when it hit the theaters, and of course that movie came I out. Know this film that you, you do. I think everybody here knows what film this is. It came out on but August. I'm, a I'm, a, I'm not a nerd like you guys. August seventeenth, nineteen seventy nine. Does anybody have a guess of what movie I want to do a special about? Is it Alien? Does it no. start Sigourney Weaver? No. Oh, God damn it. Then I'm wrong. Uh, Bobber? Uh, you, 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 yeah, I was thinking Alien too. No, no Star, Star Wars, Wars was, that Star was, was 77. 77. It was, part of it was filmed in Tunisia. Huh. One of the Indiana Jones movies? Nope. No. no. It's more more it, socially aliens. We just had a mind uh, melt. Okay, it is socially and religiously significant. 
Oh. Uh, oh. Root? No, not Root. Wait. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That was 75. Oops. You're cl- you're the closest. Yeah. It's the that's the closest guess. The life of the Brian, uh, Brian, the life The of Brian. life of Brian, you are correct. Winner winner chicken dinner. Um yes, the life of Brian uh turns 40 years old and um I have been um oh here before before I go any further uh for miles. Winner uh, winner chicken dinner. There you go. Um Yes, the the movie was met with controversy largely in England, but a lot in the United States as well. Um, I've been going through a bunch of archival stuff uh, from different talk shows where the Python guys were defending themselves for making the movie, and the the religious right in uh, in England. If anybody doesn't know the name Mary Whitehouse, Mary Whitehouse played. Uh, she was. She was kind of like the Phyllis Schlafly of England. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a winner. And there's um, there's a song that Deep Purple did. Um, oh God, was it Mary Long? It was about her, but they changed her last name. Um, and um, I think the song was uh, Mary Long. Um, but uh, no, what was it? Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. But anyway, I think it was on their um, "Who Do We Think We Are" album. But yeah, she she was uh, basically a a, a a figure of derision from the entertainment industry in England in the nineteen seventies and you know sixties and seventies. She was she was kind of like the almost like the Tipper Gore at one point, you know, with music and movies and things like that. So I want to do a deep dive three-hour... Yeah, I said that. Um, but yeah, oh, so... so sorry. That's okay. So yeah, so I thought it would be fun to get people who are fans of the movie uh, to come on and talk about it. I might try and get some special guests um, to talk about it. I'm, assu- I'm hoping Trojan Rabbit wants to be part of it because there's a lot of interesting trivia that, that goes into this, the, how they came about it, scenes that were deleted from the film. Um, yeah, and um, so um, I'm looking forward to, to and, and I think even if you're not the biggest fan of the movie, you should rewatch it between now and then, and then uh, w- because it, it, it's it's going to be a fascinating discussion. It really is, um, and I'll have plenty of audio from the Python guys, their detractors, and all that stuff. So, it, yeah, we um we were actually just talking about the movie the other the other day. Um, and uh, it, it's funny. Uh, uh, we were talking with the, with somebody from Germany, and she was talking how it's still banned in Germany. <laughs> yeah, you know, wow. it was it was banned in Norway, and then I think in Denmark they they ran the headline: uh, "The movie's so funny it was banned in Norway to yeah. to promote it," and <laughs> it did huge. So <laughs> yeah, she she said something about like there was there was there, was, there they they had planned a showing of it and mm-hmm. over seven hundred uh, cinemas just they the Germany uh, government just came out and banned it they they wouldn't let it be shown. Oh, there's so there are yeah. so many fascinating stories about who who would and wouldn't show it and everything. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. So I love it. I think it's hilarious. But <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I'm a big Python fan so. So, I yeah, didn't so, see it in the theaters. I know the most controversial movie I saw in the theaters was The Last Temptation of Christ. 
Oh yeah, that was a biggie too. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who yes. Scorsese. So. Yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty bad movie, and all, all in all, but it was really controversial. I yeah. I was riveted. I watched it like a year later when it came out on video, and it didn't really, it didn't really, it, it wasn't that memorable to me. So oh, I I I was I watched it, and, and it was a moment in my life when my religious conversion was still fresh, and I was just, I was, oh, I was riveted. Cool. So. So, all right. Um, let's check Adam's status. Adam, are you uh, you uh, close to being at your computer? Yep, I am. Boot- it's booting up right now. Okay, so I'll dump you out of this call, and we'll uh, we'll we'll, we'll we- and then we'll vamp. Uh, okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll just uh, jump back in the call when you can. If you can't, then I'll 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 call you. Okay. Or just hang up and then rejoin. Do that. Hang up, kill Wait. Skype, kill Skype on your phone, and then rejoin on your computer. Fair enough. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't know, Bobber. Uh, are are you a fan of uh, the life of Brian? Oh yeah, I, I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious. I think I saw that in the theater when it came out. It's um, cl- it's it's yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was that was just a blast. It was it's a long time ago. I mean, and I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it on TV since then. You know, and it, there's so so many classic moments in that movie. Um, my favorite, and let me see if I, uh, um, let me see if I have uh, the the one clip. The, my favorite line of that movie is, uh, you know, you're all different. <laughs> you're all individuals. We're all individuals. I'm not. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I thought funny thing that and i thought it was really it's it's one of those things that that they don't like to that the the church doesn't like to you know talk about is that there was so many little splinters of Mm -hmm. different religious sects and it just so happened that um for some reason you know the one with jesus is the one that that kind of uh took hold yeah, and the funny thing is, is they the um I don't want to get into it too much, but the the origins of it 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 had the potential to be a much more offensive film than it was, and they never played Jesus in a in a negative light in that movie. So, um, you know, it's 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 interesting. So. Um, but anyway, uh, and rain, you think that would be a fun topic, uh, to, to do for an entire show? Yes. And I would probably have to watch the movie. Oh, you've never seen it? Nope. Oh, you were in for a treat. You are in for a treat. There are some funny, funny moments in that movie. If you like, you like Mel Brooks, right? Yes. You'll love this. Here's the thing. Bob and I have talked about this. He Mm -hmm. has often said to me, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's on my list. How many um, Monty Python movies have you seen? Um, One. Did you see the Holy Grail? Grail? Of course, the Grail. Okay. Yeah. I saw the Grail in theater. Okay. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, I, I saw it when it came out. When it came out, man, you I had to be. I didn't see it when it came out. I came, I saw it when it was reissued. <coughs> oh, I don't okay. Know, when I, 
it was a reissue and they showed it at theaters and I got to see it in the theater that mm-hmm. I, I think the meaning of life is another um, movie f- from them yeah yes, yes. Those are and those are technically the flying circus. With the machine uh, that goes, yeah, yeah. That that that, that is that, that's where the every storm is sacred comes from too. Yes, uh, yes, exactly. So, uh, all right, has Adam rejoined us? And thank yet? you all for not shaming me. No, no, no okay. Oh, no. Adam is back. Quite honest about this. All right, well, we're 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 getting close to the bottom of the hour. I want to give a little bit of time to the mic check radio crew. Adam, you're back. Yes, I am. Oh, sounds much better. So, uh, so how many people did you get off on the bus? <laughs> Seriously, dude. I'm, I'm not at liberty to discuss. Okay, all right. So, all right. How many cigarettes did you smoke? Seriously, <laughs> it's like dealing with middle school students. I mean, <laughs> hey, I mon- carefully monitor every word I say. Fuck yeah. Um, so, uh, all right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass it off to Adam, Miles, and Michelle to give us the, uh, uh, the news, the updates. Yes. Uh, so, uh, we just recently celebrated our seventh year on the air, as, uh, many of you, uh, might remember, uh, for, most of us were there, uh, and, uh, so since the show's beginning... We have aired on Saturday nights, 7, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's been that way for seven years, largely because when I started this program, I was a poor, a desperately poor college student. Those were fun times. Um, and we kept doing it because when I got hired at the at the exchange, um, you know, I told them I'd do this show Saturday nights. We've been doing it for a long time, and I'd rather keep doing it. And they hired me with that understanding. Well, as uh, everyone here is, and listening is aware, I recently moved. I moved to uh, Clarksville, Tennessee to take a new position at the Fort Campbell Exchange in the menswear department, which would, which is great because I thought they were going to put me in ladies' wear, which would have been really awkward. Waka, <laughs> <laughs> um, waka. <laughs> talking, talk about a place to get off. What? <laughs> Whoa! Hello. Big question is: Does the bus bus drop the ladies off there? <laughs> what if I'm? I'm sorry, Adam. You. No, it's fine. Anyway, with <laughs> this new position and the fact that I am now full time. Now, one thing you you might know, well, you probably don't know, is that um, Sundays used to be a premium pay day, and so for, if you were full time, and so uh, most full time associates were. Um, Damn it! We're scheduled off on Sundays, and even though it's no longer we we don't do premium pay in the company anymore, they still schedule most associ- most full time associates off on Sundays, and that includes me now. Adam yes, second, Adam. Yes. I just want to let you know if for some reason somebody knocks at your door, just go ahead and answer it and accept whatever they give you. Please proceed. Okay. <laughs> I'm. Should I be worried about? Anyway, where was I? So land basically, shark. I've been land <laughs> shark. <laughs> so basically, uh, I discussed the matter with my my supervisor, well, the person who is acting as my supervisor for the time being. Um, and I asked her. You know, basically, I have the next four Sundays off, and so I asked her. I said, you know, can I expect this to continue? She said yes. And I said, you know, good because I can't afford you know taxi fare both ways on Sundays. Yeah, because the. 
public transport doesn't run on Sundays. Yeah, I probably should have so, thought about that. So, uh, basically, I have been informed that I can expect to be off on Sundays for the most part. Uh, you know, there may be a, you know, like a, like on Saturdays, there may be the odd Saturday. You sure. Know, there may be and I'm here. Right I'm here to help. Yes, but on to the announcement. Beginning this weekend, Mike Check Radio will be airing 7, 10 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Um, I, f- I figured we would take that. Doesn't that deserve like a Monty Python? What a fun, sexy time for you. That's great. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I mean, and there were other issues, you know, other factors in the decision, of course. We we have had a lot of trouble getting people to listen on Saturdays because, let's face it, Saturday's the day you want to go on party. Sunday's yeah. the day you, you're getting ready to go back to work. And so, yeah, I mean. Sundays are the days when we're hungover. Yeah. You, so you want to listen to a, a short, angry Italian screaming into a microphone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So. You know, I discussed it, and we all, you know, we all agreed this is a good move, and hopefully the schedule holds. You know, I already talked to my my manager and said, you know, if things don't work out, I may have to do another. Uh, I may need a mulligan on my first availability. She's like, well, we can we can discuss it. I can't promise you anything, and I said that I'm not asking for promises. But um, she basically said, if if I wanted Saturdays off, I would have to work Sundays. Off. No, 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 no. Um, so yeah, this is so the way it's going Yes. It, but right? it also, it's, it's good for you and Miles and Michelle. If they're happy with it, it's good for me. Of course. It's fine. I just, I, my life is in this for a slight upheaval because the company I'm working for is going to start changing my schedule. I will, uh, be added to the Saturday, Sunday rotation. So, uh, there are times when I may be having difficulty, but, or tired on a particular Sunday, but. And that, of course, we will be more than happy to work with you. Um, but no, I think this is, this is going to be a good change. It also means that I'll basically have Sundays to focus on the network. I'll have a guaranteed day off mm-hmm. where I can say, "Guys, if there's a problem, I will be here. Don't hesitate to call. You know, to get hold of me." Um, because I, I feel like I've not been the best of partners to you, Kenny. Well, that, basically, that, I wouldn't worry about that. I, you know, and and I was. I was a little hesitant at first, but then I was like, well, shit, if my Saturdays are free and I can support you on Sundays, I, I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, you know, yeah. it, you know, I might not be there every Sunday, but hell, I'm not there every Saturday. I'm off, you know, uh, well, and you are doing the, so. So just to re- restate this, you are starting this this weekend, correct? Correct. Yes. So Mike check radio is going to be on 7 to 10 p.m. every Sunday starting this weekend, Father's Day, June 16th. Yes. Nice. But Midnight Sun will still be Saturday nights. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I look at it like this. This means that I can come home, I can lay my head down on a pillow for a couple of hours, and then get up and play games with with my friends. Yeah. Very nice. And not just that, um... Uh, and now, of course, we were talking about doing the co-op stuff on Sundays, which I am happy to move the co-op stuff to Saturdays now. So we're going to eventually have some different programming. Um, and hell, if, if politics are going crazy, you know, leading up to, you know, uh, the, the Monty Python special I'm talking about, 
uh, maybe we'll just do that on the Saturday. You know, I'll, maybe we'll pre-tape it and do it on that Saturday or do it live. I don't know. Um, we'll I do it know. live. I'll, I'll write um, it and we'll do it live. Yes. So I would play that clip, but I'm writing Mad Lib stuff down. Um, <laughs> so. I'm, I was just surprised you didn't go there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, is, it, is it me or does Adam's voice sound like it has a little more gravitas to it? Uh, I think there might be a little more gravitas. I think I think he's oh. feeling a little more independent and uh, happy right now. That's that's well, what I'm hearing, and I and really and like I just it. met I just met the sweetest service well therapy dog. Seven oh, month old I Rodney. thought you were going to say bus, Adam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she just uh, you sorry, know, Adam. I'm so sorry okay. for teasing you. I'm so sorry, Adam. Just assume the position. Just, just yeah. do it. So but you met this. You met a sweet service dog. Seriously, I want to hear about that. And I feel and, like no. Before I went ask, no, I didn't get the service dog off. Thank you very much. I didn't say that. That's illegal. That's illegal. Oh my god, I, I gotta men? cut that voice clip out. I yeah. did not get the Talking service dog off. Men earlier. So you <laughs> met a sweet service dog, Adam. Yes. yes. Tell, us, right. tell us more about the pretty doggy. Well, I, I mean, I, I I just had long enough to, to bend over and pet her on the head a couple of oh. times because the buses oh, were showing up. damn it, Adam. What a fun <laughs> sexy time for you. <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, it's like I'm stepping on. The, I'm not just stepping on the rake. I'm jumping up and down on the rake. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you, man. It's not you. It's it's not you. It's us. It's it's me being. Uh, an, I'm being an asshole. Well, 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 well. Said baby Jessica while having a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> well, I I want to get Miles and Michelle's take on this real quick, and then we'll go to the break, and we'll we'll cover a little bit more stuff, and then do some Mad Libs. Uh, right now, or you? Uh, yeah, I, I just give give us a few okay. seconds on your thoughts uh, on yeah. on the transition. You know, I'm I'm all for this. Uh, you know, Adam has. I'll, I'll call. I'll use the word suffered in Enterprise Alabama for long enough. I think, and uh, this is a fresh start, and we're all for it. So you know, but my my schedule allows me to you know fl the flexibility in Michelle's, of course, but. Uh, yeah, this is all positive. I, I'd see no negatives in this. So yeah, me neither. I'm 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 right there with you. And anything we can do to make Adam's transition to his uh, new uh, newfound freedom uh, a little easier and a little more uh, you know stress free and of course cost effective, uh, we are going to help out with Michelle. Um, I I like it. I think, you know, there's a good chance it may draw in some more listeners just because Saturday night is such a party night. Um, yeah. It's a Agreed. good time slot for it. Sundays are a rather slow day for us anyways. That's usually mm -hmm. my really lounge around relaxing day unless we have a Star Wars game. Um, yeah. And uh, it'll give me another day to heal up before, you know, <laughs> before we, we have another show. There so. <laughs> you I go. I'm hurting. I I, I'm laugh when I laugh. I hurt when I laugh. Oh, you know, Michelle, I've been having back problems too because this this chest infection I had was so bad. I had a coughing fit so bad that I pulled a muscle on my back. Oh no! So then I was like, I was like, you know, 
I can't cough now. <laughs> yeah. But oh. Susan, Susan gave me a rub down uh, the other day with uh, some uh, Tiger Balm. And mm-hmm. just on my back, I, Rain. Just on my back. Calm down. I wasn't <laughs> even. So. Are you using the white Jeez. or the red? The white. The white. What? I like the white. The, the oh shit. <laughs> the the really? white tiger bomb. The white tiger bomb. Yeah, I've got wow. the red, and it's working wonders for mine too. I I own. well, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, use some blue emu tonight. Uh, All so. right. See now, Ken? Uh-huh. Emu, emus, the real-life chocobo. What a fun, <laughs> sexy time for you. All right. We got to go to the break. We got to go to the break. We're running yes, long. Yes, I think so. we should. Uh, don't give Rain any more opportunities to dirty up this show. I'll try my best. Really? Will you? We still have Mad Libs. It's going to be filthy in our chat room already. <laughs> Fuck that whole thing up for us. So. Oh, I hope I pull a so, number. Uh, <laughs> Did you really say pull? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you no more. Like I said, I'm just jumping up and down on the rake. I'm not just stepping on it. I'm jumping up and down. Yeah. All right. Pull a number that's coated with blue emu. Bobber, <laughs> uh, do you have a do you have a song you'd like me to play uh, when we for this break? Oh boy. Um, no, I I, I, was, I was trying to think of one that would be appropriate, but um, for this bizarre situation, you do love but, is um, the fire. <laughs> uh, sure. All right, let's do Love is the Fire. We'll be right back with this crowded house, not the actual band crowded house, um, (laughs) because we can't do that with ASCAP BMI. I don't even think I can mention their name. Um, But we'll be right back with the full cast and crew of, (laughs) uh, well, minus Joe, of course, uh, of Turn Up Tonight and Mike Check Radio right after this. Don't you go nowhere. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Drive the breath 
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played with laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 Sunday. to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. Thank you, Port St. Lucie twice. And thank you, Clarksville once. Uh, first time I was able to say that on the show. And, of course, I tried to Take get in the there and do a... train to Clarksville. And I'll meet you at the station. Uh, and I, I, try, I tried to edit live the Mic Check Radio b- promo <laughs> and say Sunday. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, I yeah. So, I tried. Um, and, um, uh, so yeah, I guess we've got to redo some promos here soon. So, okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, sounds good. But anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, of course, uh, Bobber, Rain, Miles, Michelle, and Adam. Uh, and I, I, I have a couple funny little things that I saved for the end of the show for you. Um, this one comes to us from Seth Myers, who was... During the George Stephanopoulos interview, um, oh my God, this is so fucking funny. Um, Trump, as selfless of a man as he is, (laughs) not for him, not for him. He's selfless. Not for him. Not for him, but for... I do, but, I do it for you. Oh, I, he does it for future presidents. This is what Trump... <laughs> this is what Trump is doing 
for future presidents. This is so fucking pathetic. And Seth Meyers nails it. Michelle, you are going to love this if you didn't see it. So oh. funny. And, and Trump had, he had, he had, he held up pictures for George Stephanopoulos too. It was great. You'd be forgiven for thinking Donald Trump doesn't actually do that much work as president, but you'd be wrong. He's actually got a very important job, as we learned today from an interview on ABC. Trump is in charge of picking new paint colors for Air Force One. And he is very proud of that. George, take a look at this. Then at the White House, a surprise from the president. The first look at an updated aircraft, a new look for Air Force One that he designed himself. Here's your new... Air Force One. He did and I'm doing that for other presidents, not for me. It's scheduled to arrive in 2024. The exterior getting a makeover with a new red, white, and blue paint scheme. A departure from the iconic blue and white. We had different choices here. These are all slightly different. All right, I think I know what happened here. Trump's staff just gave him a menu with a bunch of airplanes on it to keep him busy while they run the government. You know, like how you give a child a restaurant, a placemat with a maze on it. You know, if you zoom in on that image Trump is holding, at the top it says, spot the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. Um, Yeah, I love that Stephanopoulos says he designed it himself. No, he didn't. He just pointed and picked out his favorite favorite color scheme. It is... Probably turn turn the Trump train at the Trump plane upside down. Yeah, that's that's his new design. Fucking stupid, but yeah. So, uh, but Michelle, I thought you would appreciate that. It's like giving a kid a placemat with a maze on it. <laughs> yes, how beautiful. <laughs> and so apropos, yes, m- most definitely. And uh, one last thing, I think we have enough time for this. Let me let me just check how long this is because um, uh, another funny thing happened, and it was Hallie Jackson on MSNBC. Uh, she had uh, Spicy, remember Sean Spicer, everybody? Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh no 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 no! Hold on hold on! Shit! Are you so guys still hi, there? Everybody. Are you guys still there? Welcome to turn up the night without Kenny. Oh, he's back. I, yeah, I, I, I fucking put my computer. I put my computer on sleep accidentally. I'm sorry. Let me make sure we're still broadcasting. Do I have to tape over that button? So we've been recording. It's been recording okay. here. It, it's, it's, it's recording. Well, it, yeah. I don't know if we missed anything, but all I accidentally hit a button to put my computer to sleep. So everybody's there? Miles, Michelle, Adam, Bobber? Uh, yeah, we're here. Does the door open out or in? Okay. Uh, apparently, Miles we and Michelle are here. We thought we lost you. We thought we lost you. Okay. Uh, All right. So, Kenny, do I need to send enough, um, a memo about the sleep button? <sighs> it I'm, was... Yeah, it, it, um, okay. Yeah, I'm here. We're okay. Here. All right. Miles is on the phone. Sorry. Okay. No worries. Sorry about that, everybody. I, I just screwed up it's my... Serious. Uh, my broadcast anyway okay. it didn't um um sorry yeah the what were we talking about okay hallie jackson 
on MSNBC yeah. had Sean Spicer on. I was looking for oh, a Sean Spicer. That was Spi- last I was looking for a Sean Spicer clip, and I'm not going to do it again because I accidentally put my computer on <laughs> sleep mode. Um, so anyway, hopefully we're all here. Um, but yeah, yes, so, we are. and we're broadcasting as well, but anyway, listen to this. Hallie Jackson has a question for Sean Spicer with the departure of, uh, Sarah Hickabilly slanders. Sarah Sanders has acknowledged she did not always tell the truth to reporters. So let me ask you, do you regret setting that precedent for dishonesty when you were at the podium? Uh, uh. <laughs> no, I, I was every day. No, there none, and, not at all. None of the things that you said no. that weren't sure you regret none of them. No, I didn't say that. You said you regret setting the precedent. Did I make mistakes, Hallie? Of course I did. And when I did, I tried my best to make up for those. I've said that there are times when I should have done a better job. There are times when I hope to God that you look back on some of your shows or some of your questions and say, wow, I wasn't the best reporter I could have been. I clearly made mistakes. But do I think I ever engaged in anything that wasn't the best that I could do at the time? No. You were the boss at the time when Sarah Sanders was coming up. You hired her. You brought her into the White House. You had her in your press shop. You were, were you or not, setting a precedent for the tone and the behavior that a press secretary should hold when you held that role? Uh, in some cases, Ouch. I think, uh, I, I mean, that's a pretty loaded question. There were days no. that I look back and I, for lack of a better word, took the bait and think I could have been a better person, a better communicator, represented the president better unequivocally. But every day we would talk about that, what we could have done as a, as a team better, what I could have done. And I, I hope that I set an example uh, that said that we are there on behalf of the American people to represent this administration and do the best job that we can every day. Did we make mistakes? Yeah. But but uh, look, I, I got to be honest. To, to say to make Wait. that kind of a loaded thing, that's a pretty loaded charge to make, Hallie. I admit that I made mistakes. I think we all do. I'm man enough to sit here and say to you, I did make them. <laughs> I hope I can be a man. better person. I learned from things that I did. I, in many oh. cases, went to people and said, "Hey, I got this wrong. I want to set the record straight." But to suggest in any way that I set a precedent is pretty far of a stretch. This was the largest no. audience to ever witness an inauguration. Period. <laughs> See. Period. Period. <laughs> Look at that precedent. Wow, so, he seems a little defensive, guys. He was a little rattled. So. Little defensive. And yeah. I got to tell you, I know we don't have the clip of it, but Anthony Scaramucci. Oh, God, the mooch. Said basically uh, the same thing about Sarah Sanders today on MSNBC. You know, she didn't really lie. She just, you know, if you're on TV that many hours... Sometimes you can't tell the truth all the time. Oh, and by the way, I did the math. Uh, speaking of Scaramucci, I did the math, and Sarah Sarah Huckabee Sanders was press secretary for exactly seventy Scaramucci's. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry, Scaramucci sounds like some sort of STD. Can I can I take a quick fifteen seconds? Yes. Yeah, Adam, uh, would you please go to your front door and open it? There should be a pizza laying on the ground. Grab it before some raccoon makes off with it. What did you do? Go get the fucking pizza. (laughs) You have a pizza. Go get it. Get it, boy. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get get your pizza. Go get it. Go get get it. it. All right. Uh, But, yeah, (laughs) Bobber, Bobber, that was... Adam, are you getting the pizza? Bobber? I'm assuming his lack of response is a yes. Yeah. All right. I'm not getting the pizza. Okay. 
So, Bobber, um, what what do you think of that uh, spicy clip there? Uh, he's he's always good for a laugh. I mean, he, even even though he's no longer wor- working for the uh, Trump okay, administration, he still just he just can't help but just spin bullshit into into golden webs of of uh, of uh, fake lies. Well, there you go. All right. Well, Adam, uh, let's let's lies. Let's, if it's a fake lie, that's truth. Maybe it's maybe he's born with it. <laughs> maybe it's lies. <laughs> Uh, yes, and of course, from Sorry, Michelle, Sorry. Michelle. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. <laughs> it's probably lies. This was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, what was on your doorstep? There was a pizza. Yay! Yay! That's the most awesome thing ever. <laughs> Did, did, I could should you have n- known something was up. I, I thought Miles was just joking. Could you not hear the door? I don't think he joke on live radio. Did they? No. We we play. If you would have listened to the podcast that we I made last Saturday, you might have caught wind of this. Well, I, so so I'm at, sorry, uh, no Miles Miles <laughs> that pizza yeah Miles the delicious. answer your answer um uh from uh from your question last Saturday 0%. <laughs> that is awesome. Amen. Oh, thank, Amen. Thank you Miles. Is it hot? You're welcome. Miles has been planning it for a while. He has been. Thank He's you been scheming. That's a hell of a plan. What what toppings are on that on that za? Uh, I I didn't get a chance to look. I I, I just grabbed it and came in because I knew you guys were waiting for me. You should eat the pizza before it gets cold. Oh, I'm on the air. All right, all right. You got to go look at it. Let's go ahead and do Mad Libs, everybody. Um. Uh. So here we go. Uh. We we don't have a lot Sausage of time left here. There you go. All right. So here we go, Mad Libs, folks. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs! Oh, God bless Mad Libs. Alright, here we go. We got a nice full house here tonight on the program to finish helping me fill these out. So we will go alphabetical. Adam Hebert, I need an adjective. No colors. What were the, what were the numerals funny. but adjective? You can't say adjective. blue or red or yellow. No primary colors. No primary colors. Uh, Try and go adjective. as gross or weird or, or obnoxious as you can. Slimy. All right. Um, Bobber, a verb ending in ing. Uh, fucking. Okay. Oh. And. Uh, so, uh, Michelle, I need an adjective, please. An adjective. Um, slimy? Uh, oh, oh, slimy. oh, Adam. Adam. That yeah. was, you, you, you just said that. Um, I'm oh, sorry. I, I'm, I, I'm in a little bit of pain. I, I wasn't paying no worries. complete attention. But I it's okay. Um, uh, wimpy. Wimpy. Okay, and um, Miles, an adjective. Moist. Moist. It's always a classic. 
Um, Rain, a plural noun. A plural noun. I'm going to go with um, ejaculations. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Adam, part of the body. Um, Paul's. <laughs> well, it, it's got to be singular. Well, oh, um, because it'd be ball or testy. <laughs> oh, geez. He's getting um, testy. What do you want? Come on. Metatarsal. Metatarsal. I know what it is. Stephanie Miller had a broken metatarsal, and so did Nicole Sandler. Oh, dear. That's a lot of information. It's a toe. It's a toe bone. Michelle, uh, Nicole Nicole Sandler broke hers climbing a ladder picking figs, I believe. Um, oh. <laughs> some shit like that. I don't know. I haven't talked to her How in like do? six How years. Do? Uh, As one does. <laughs> Bobber, a plural noun, sir. A plural noun. Um, uh, buckets. Buckets. Uh... Okay, Michelle, a part of the body? Uh, the body. And you uh, know that the classic one's been taken already. Uh, okay. Coxic. Coxic. <laughs> That's a good is, one. Is it coccyx or coccyx? Coccyx? Coccyx. Coccyx. Coccyx? That's a Cossack. That's a Russian dancer, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, a damn. Yeah, no, I think it's a coccyx. Yeah. For just for, to make things fun, we'll, we'll, let's just go with coccyx. I put coccyx. <laughs> I put coccyx. <laughs> All right. Cossack. 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 Who doesn't love a good coccyx? <laughs> <laughs> I put coccyx, coccyx. Um, all right, Miles, a plural noun, sir. And coccyx, coccyx has, has already been taken. Fingers. What? Say it again. Fingers. Fingers. Oh. Okay. Is that a noun, or plural noun, or is that a verb? <laughs> oh wow! What a fun, sexy time for you. Finger is my go-to for all answers. Okay. Um. All right, Rain. I need a a verb past tense. Something you did. Sucked. All right. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I read it in context. Never read it in context, Kenny Pick. You're a bad man, Kenny, Kenny Pick. Pick. He's a bad, bad, bad man. Uh, all right, Adam, that's a noun. Like, you know, that's like, you know, don't. What is it? Don't look at the. Uh, don't, don't look, look directly the, into the sun. The trap ray. Yeah, don't look directly into the sun. Adam, I need a noun. Oh, that was a really good Ghostbusters reference. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, a noun. Uh, all right. Uh, can it be a proper noun? It can be anything. I don't care. 
All right, fine then, Aunt Mr. Pick. I will pick Godzilla because I just got back from that amazing movie. Is that why you were late? Should be Mr. Godzilla. What? Is that why you were late? Well, I was supposed to be. The bus wasn't where it was supposed to be when it was supposed to be there. Oh. Okay. I don't want to hear excuses. Um, uh, Bobber, <laughs> a noun. A noun? Just yeah. a plain noun? Yeah, yeah. Um, prophylactic. All <laughs> right. Prophylactic. Okay. Uh, Miles, and uh, another. Or no, I'm sorry. Michelle, another noun. Penis phone. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> wow. That's like a noun. Wow. That's, that's a that's a callback. That's a yes, callback to uh, our last game night. Uh, or yeah. One of them. So. Yeah. We so. far back for that one. And of course, with, with Michelle. Mara? Need I remind you? Don't save penis in this house. All right. Um. Miles, another noun, please. Vibrator. Vibrator. Oh, well, this is going to be so rotten. I think we rotten. all know what's going to happen with Miles and Michelle tonight. <laughs> um, Unless I get a new back. <laughs> yeah, no she, buses involved. Well, you know. Vibrator, some raccoon. All right, knock it off. Knock it off. It's like all a right. very, very sexy time at the Lagoon. Rain, Hustle. part of the body, plural. Me? Yeah, part of the body, plural, Rain. Oh, I'm going to go with um, legs. Legs. Somebody needs to know what to do with that raccoon vibrator penis. Adam, thing. Adam, part of the body. I didn't skip anybody, did I? Adam, part of the body. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Adam, you said oh. uh, you said you wanted a number. Give me a number. Well, of course I'm going to give you 42. There we go. <laughs> All right, so let's give this uh, bobber part of the body to you, sir. Part of the body. Um, the taint. The taint. Ooh. I always Ooh. appreciate it when people say taint. Um, Michelle, taint. Y- y- you get the last one. A plural noun. Who does? Michelle. Oh, okay. Um, plural noun. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um, how about poops? Poop? Poops? Well, yeah, poops. All right, I like that? poops. All right. Here we go, folks. <laughs> oh I'm about ready to unleash the wrong on everyone oh. right now. <sighs> this one is an advertisement, folks. Let's go ahead and let's go. We're going to switch music. I'm going to switch back to the Monty Python intermission music for this. So here comes an advertisement for everybody. Look yourself in the penis. Don't say penis in Off <laughs> to a good start. What does your slimy face tell you? Right. It's time to treat your tired boob to an ocean fucking cruise. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So so do it. Sail in style on a wimpy luxury vagina neck. 
Whether it's the moist spaciousness of our staterooms or the sh- or the sharp stained elegance of our salons, everything is a f- is fit for a traitor. <laughs> yes, a luxury vagina neck, mind you. Our ships are skippered by Norwegian buttocks whose ancestors dating back to the ninth Rudy's lower plate were seafaring Melania Trump. Oh, Melania God. Trump's. Seafaring wow. Melania Trump's. That's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Europe's most uh, bilest chefs prepare your culinary ejaculations. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Our pastry chef creates fucked desserts that melt in your KFC. No. no. Our, our dashing waiters are at your Whataburger before you can raise a metatarsal. <laughs> oh Don't delay. Plan, uh, plan to sail today. Now look in the mirror. How about that smiling dragon? Okay. Okay. This one's a sing-along. I want to say that there is listeria on that ship. Um, um, uh, at the very least, probably E. coli and, and uh, um, yes. um, what's that other thing you get and from eating syphilis. poop? Syphilis. Syphilis, yeah. All right, so this is called sing-along. All right, and it says, To be read by two wildebeests in this group. I guess I'm the. There's only one, so that's me. I guess it falls on me. The birthday wildebeest. Uh, girl, what do you say we all sit around the campfire and toast liars and sing kumquat songs? Boy, nah, how about we tell ghost buckets that make our coccyx cocksack stand on end? <laughs> oh my. Girl, be oh real. Tale stories are for little fingers. Boy, I don't know any songs. Maybe one, Old MacDonald had a breadstick. My mother used to sing it to me as she sucked me to sleep. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh God. That's what I read in context. <laughs> it's disgusting. <coughs> All right. Wow. This is this a Duggar family uh, uh, going on here? Uh, girl, okay, we'll sing Old MacDonald had a Godzilla, which is kind of funny. Uh, but I can't. Doesn't have a Godzilla. Godzilla has an Old MacDonald. True. But I can't carry a prolactic and I'm raccoon and I'm raccoon penis deaf. Oh, no. See. Girl, then hum the vibrator and snap your legs. Oh my god. Boy, no, my taint is just not in, in it. Um Girl, come on, be a corrupt sport, okay? Alright, everyone on the count of forty-two. Let's sing to the top of our poops. God. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Wow. I, but, 
That is that's that, so wrong. Well, that was Freud would would have some interesting stuff. To oh, say he'd have a field day with that, wouldn't he, boy? So, uh, yeah. These people have. I'm not even going to repeat that one line. Jesus Christ! I don't think I'm going to ever be able to eat breadsticks again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be ever be able to hum a vibrator again. <laughs> uh, you know what, Kenny? Give it a chance. It's not so bad. I might chip a tooth. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my... F that, that, I, I don't know if anybody knows. That's the... the um, there's an old joke about vibrators and chipping teeth. Sorry. It's really bad. I don't even remember the joke. So, uh, <laughs> no, I do, but it's, it's a blonde joke and it's not nice. So anyway, um, <laughs> well, kudos to you for being, for having enough insight to recognize that. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm um, you know, yeah. Yeah. God almighty. I'm, I'm, I'm rattled. I'm rattled after that Mad Lib, uh, folks, those Mad Libs. I think we all are. Wow. So I haven't even looked at the chat room. They've probably all like said, reported me to the internet police. So. <laughs> no, sadly, none of them seem to be moved at all. <laughs> oh, Jake, Jake Holly. Oh, nice callback to uh, to one of my used foods emporium bits. It's listerific. <laughs> Our our cantaloupe is listerific. Uh, uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and wrap up the show. We got a lot of parting shots, so we're gonna go. Uh, let's let the uh, we'll go alphabetical with Mike Check Radio, and, uh, and then alphabetical with uh, Turn Up the Night. So Adam, uh, what is your parting shot for everyone? Uh, my parting shot is uh, don't forget that we are uh, moving to Sundays starting this week. Uh, I hope you have a happy birthday tomorrow, Kenny. Um, thank I'll be you for spending all that money, you do so you know friend. I will. So, <laughs> so uh, now, thank you, thank you for that. I appreciate that, Adam. Yeah, like I said, I'll be spending money at Mego Meat, and I'm very excited for Mike Check Radio to move from uh, seven to ten, ten uh, on Sundays. And you know, the network is pretty fluid right now, so we have uh, a lot of room to do some fun changes and this is the first of many so um this is going to be good yep and i'm looking forward to being on the show this sunday because i will be sunday 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 oh and if you get a chance go see godzilla king of the monsters it's the kaiju movie we need not the kaiju movie we deserve oh okay i got you so uh but anyway here you go this Sunday, 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 one Mike day Jack. only. Mike, not just one day only, every Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, all right, uh, Michelle, uh, what's your parting shot? I hope you have a very great and joyous year, Mark. Thank you. Happy, happy birthday. Um, other than that, I really don't have much to say other than I hope to see a lot of people on Sunday for our new show time 7 to 10 p.m. Me too. And of course, I will be <clears throat> uh, scoping the scene at Migo Meet for you tomorrow to try and find you something special to send because 
I've been. Oh, you don't have to do that. Well, no, I, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna like you know break the bank or anything. But if I find something that I'm like, oh, Michelle needs this, I'm gonna buy it. So, um, because I already have a pile of stuff that I'm getting ready to send you guys some games and miniatures and stuff. So, oh, um, cool. Yeah. So. I do have one other thing to say. I'm just hoping that Loki doesn't chew through any more cords. Mm. Jesus Christ, Loki. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, because he, he took out a USB extension cord I had yesterday, too. So He's, he's getting a, mm. a little feisty here. And he chewed the antenna cord off the back of my TV. Darn well, critter. you know, our uh, Billy, our, the feral cat that we feed, she's been getting a little bit too needy with us outside. We're feeding her, but since it's nice, we're outside a lot more, and she comes around a lot more. And she's Aww. like, and and she, she nips at us now. And, you know, she, she bit me on the arm <sighs> a couple weeks ago, and she bit Susan's finger uh, earlier tonight. And no. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like, we cannot. It, she, there's no way she would ever become an indoor cat. There's just no way she's feral. But yeah. she's really getting used to us outside. And like last night, I was cleaning the garage, and I I went out and I'd see her, and it was pouring down rain, and she was there. And I set up a box with a towel and stuff for her and everything. But then every time I tried to go back in the garage, she would swap my shoe to like be like, "Don't leave." You know, she, and it's like, I feel bad, but I'm not, I don't have time to spend on you, kitty. Not, not that much time. You know, my inside cats, uh, you know, uh, barely get uh, as much attention as they want. So anyway, Miles, what is your parting shot, sir? Oh, I'll keep it short and sweet. I'm just here trying to live vicariously through someone whose apartment smells like pizza right now. Ha <laughs> ha. Huh. Mm. Yeah, because Miles is on his diet. I'm on a diet, so I can't. Yeah, I just gotta. Oh wow, yeah. So you were really that conversation we had last Saturday. You were like, mm-hmm. I-, I was torturing you with the pizza. I kept talking about. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's all good. It's for a good cause. You're a cerebral guy, so I you can understand. You can appreciate the, at least the thoughts and ideas of pizza. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, Adam, how, how uh, is it? Have you tried it? I'm going to presume pizza. I'm going to presume he went. He mic'd out. He yeah. he, uh, he muted. Nom nom nom. All he's right. Just chowing down. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> he just oh, woke up from a pizza. pizza. He just woke up from a pizza the coma. Horror. I'm hmm. sorry for inconveniencing you, Adam. Hmm. <laughs> Is it good? This is good pizza. Well, there you go. All right, Bobber, what's your parting shot? Well, I just uh, I found out this this uh, this evening that if things really shit if the shit, if they shit the fan if the shit hits the fan and and uh, we, you know we have to um, abandon America. Uh, the Irish island of Erinmore is uh, asking Americans to move there, so you know we might have a place to go. Holy shit! All of us. They're asking? Uh, they're asking Americans and Australians to move there. Do they uh, specify it, the Americans who hate Trump? <laughs> they don't specify that. Okay. Um, 
They should. But it's a it's a it's a small island. Uh, looks like looks kind of rural in a way, but um, yeah. What, what's the Wi-Fi yeah, look like? They actually say they have very good Wi-Fi there. Oh, nice! Do you know the password? <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You don't do radio on Wi-Fi. Hard connections only, folks. <laughs> hey, no, they if, say they have a very very good internet there. Hey, I'll tell you what. If uh I don't know. That's tempting. Uh I we'll find out it. we'll find out more. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some pricing over the weekend. Uh so and Rain, last but not least, uh what is your parting shot, sister? Well, my parting shot was something completely different, but God damn it, if we all have to leave America, we can all of us on the turn on Indie Media Weekly, we can all go to that island, take over, and be like pirate radio. Oh, that's we'll just fun. be well we can't we can't be pirate radio. We have a license. We'll be island media weekly. In in the US. Okay. That's fine. We can all do this. But Or Ireland Ireland Media Weekly. <laughs> and we'll, we'll have we'll have the Braumeister brewing us some good stout. That's maybe up, maybe a shandy or two. Yeah, he'll do a sh- he'll he'll, he'll <laughs> do shandy. He'll do cider. We can import apples from. I don't know. I, I'm sure they probably grow, grow them there. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Erpers. <laughs> All right, come on, Ray. Finish your party shot. I gotta get up. Er- I gotta get up early. I posted. I posted this on. I posted this on my Facebook page earlier today, and it was an article from GQ.com. The the title was Elizabeth Warren is running as a woman or like a woman, and my parting shot is that women should run for political office like women. They should stop trying to compete with men on male perspectives and um you can you can go to my page you can see what i said about it Mm -hmm. my parting shot is women should run like women instead of pretending to run like you know the 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 way men have run for office and i know that makes our male listeners uncomfortable and i don't care i I don't care well, huh? Trump. Tr- I'm so uncomfortable. Trump. Trump runs like a beta. <laughs> Trump runs like a beta cuck. Yeah. Yeah. So at the bottom line, it's just in in this country, we need to get used to women running for president in their own way, because women are different than men, and I think it's time this country embraced the fact that women are different than men. And I'm going to go one step further and saying sometimes I think we might be a little bit more prepared and better for public office than men. Because, you know what? Men haven't done such a great job in the past 240 years. Oh, I'd trust Susan to run for public office before me. My my past is way too embarrassing. So that's my parting shot. Yeah. So, all right, very good. And apparently, uh, Psy Guy in DC says, uh, or Psy Guy says, uh, oh, he wants the spelling of the name of the island, and Bobber, and he says, uh, you can't brew shandy. Yeah, I know. I I, I wasn't going to get into that. I didn't know that. Sorry. So, no, you can't. You can't brew it. 
I have no idea. We'll have to talk about that later on Shandy Talk. Um, so, but I'm I'm looking forward to our new network, uh, uh, Ireland Island Media Weekly, um, so <laughs> and uh, Coxix Coxack will be, be so our new Saturday program. Island, if all of our friends would move with us. Yeah, yeah, and then we can finally start the Coxix Coxax uh, um, <laughs> Saturday podcast uh, <laughs> in, instead of Mike Jack Radio. So, all right. Well, uh, everybody, have a great weekend. I am looking forward to my birthday uh, coming up here in an hour and 45 minutes. I'm not doing music tonight. Adam, if you want to do anything with uh, the time slot uh, this evening, feel free. Um, I got to do a little bit of work, and then I got to go to bed because I got to get up at like 6 a.m. to head to Columbus for Migo Meat. Anyway, everybody have a lovely uh, weekend, and... Me and Joe will be back with you on Tuesday, and maybe some of these folks from Mike Check Radio as well. We'll find out. Yay! Bye bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Happy birthday to you.